Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 110, or should it be 110, for what? January for January 9th, 2010. Well, technically, you're not supposed to say 100 and. Why? You're supposed to say 110. Well, it's... what do you mean technically? What? Where? Where? Where's the rule? Grammatically incorrect to put the and in there. How? English says so. But if you do a check, it's like 1,100 and... No, you're not supposed to put and in there. You only put and for the sense. Okay. So where did people get in the habit of doing it if it's so wrong? Because they're wrong. Grammatically, where did people get in the habit of? You know, you know it's also grammatic. You know what the the apparently it's grammatically incorrect to say 2010 as well. Yeah, because why you didn't say I don't know. You can't. Like, yeah, I know. No, that's but see, one is a technical statement and the other is an emotional argument. Like we didn't do it before, therefore it's wrong to do it now. No. Yes, of course it's a it's number. Wrong. 2010. 2010. I what, what, I don't understand. People didn't say 1998. I understand what they didn't do, but that so doesn't why mean would you it's wrong it now. Just because you had a decade of weird. That that is all not a logical argument. Totally logical argument. <laughs> That's just saying we didn't do it before. Therefore, we have to. What if you were wrong before? What if you're wrong? Before? You need you need you need a foundation. Here is all I'm saying. Now, apparently 2010's right, and I'm trying to train myself to say 2010, because I've been saying 2010, because we couldn't say 21, 2001. Yeah, that was the problem. We couldn't say 2009. <laughs> 2009. Like, it's just dumb. So I'm working on my 2010 skills, and I'm hoping to get there, because apparently that really annoys a lot of people, except me. I just, I doesn't annoy it's me. It's like yet. one it's extra just, syllable oh. to say 2010, but... Ah! <sighs> so, it again. 2010. It's a number. That's how you say a number. Uh, 2K10. All right, while you're listening to me argue with Firemist or Michael Tidwell. (laughs) Whatever my name is. Whatever your name is this week. (laughs) He's got his online personas. They've been doing it for the last hour. That's what we do. For the last week. And critiquing our arguments there are Anna Marie Neufeld. Am I the critique or the referee? The referee and the two people hiding are... The one who finally came back so we could have sanity. Yeah, the people hiding are Philip Willis. (laughs) I'm just sitting here eating my popcorn coke and watching the show. And Emmanuel Marino. Oh. I was actually muted. I was trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Stop muting yourself. Jeez. You know, come to think of it, popcorn coke would be kind of buttery. Mm. Ew. <laughs> Next thing you guys will have deep fried No, coke all you got to do is go. you go to see Avatar and you dump your coke in your popcorn bucket and you drink it. Ew. You know what's actually really interesting? I can eat my entire bag of popcorn without using my hands. You're a horse? I don't... Yeah. How does that work? That way my hands don't get greasy. No, no, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Bag? Yeah? Where, where do you go that you get a bag? It should be a bucket. Oh, the bucket's too big. I know, well... Even so, they, they just offer smaller and smaller buckets. That's why I'm like, your head is not shape right for that. Unless you're ripping it open. Um. Okay, yeah. so you get a... <laughs> uh, yeah. You just okay. tear down a little bit on the edges and you Oh, you it. are ripping it open. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not ripping it open like, wah, and popcorn flies everywhere. And as a point of order, you are using your hand to hold the bag. Yeah, but I'm not getting my hand all icky. It's not getting all icky. You're such a girl. Jeez. Tell me about it. <laughs> hey, I surprised Michael t- earlier. No. Earlier this week, I said something really girly to him, and he's like, it's just shocking when you're girly, because you're either not or you're incredibly girly. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. 
I remember that now. Yeah, now you remember that conversation. That didn't happen because I didn't want to remember it. Oh, now it happened. No, no, well, no. no, I thought you were talking about something else. And I was like, oh, no, okay, that. I was that, talking yeah. about when I showed you the Ramster. Uh, Ramster! Well, you oh, know what? Let's kick God. off. We got a big show, and I love this Ramster. It's a combination of a ram and a hamster and one of Oh, Anna's my gosh, free-to-plays. really? Could you figure that out with the words, or do you actually have to find a Dude, picture? Dude, it's a Ramster. It's awesome. All right. He's so cute. Anyways. <laughs> it's a private beta. Otherwise, I'd be playing it just to see it. And... Uh, but we got a big show for you today. We've got some phone calls. We've got some feedback on burgers. We've got some talk about the last year and the next year. And a little bit of news this week. The news is starting to pick up again, so we'll try and, uh, try and uh, get that for you and have a more substantial show than last week. People complain that you know they're used to tuning us out for half the show, and they did that last week, and then the show was and over. And they were done. And <laughs> it was like, what the heck? So I, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing for my perspective. Um I guess I guess I just need better content throughout the middle of the show, but <laughs> let's get into it and hope we can do that this week. All right, first segment, feedback. Yay! Yeah, we got some feedback. The first thing we got was a phone call. What? That's okay. Uh oh, not another phone call. Yeah, it's another phone call. You guys don't like it. It's from the same guy. Um, Cam, that's why we don't like it then. Yeah, and I gotta warn you, it is another shields two minute, up. It's another, it's another two minute forty seven cent call, second call. So that's we'll have plenty to talk like somewhere about. Somewhere we can hear him. Um, uh, I think I'm yeah, a I think yeah. you'll be able to figure out where you're hearing him from. Benny. That's good. Anyways, I just listened to the podcast and um, a few things off that I gotta uh, gotta say. Uh, first off, I'm not sure how Michael thought Mass Effect was uh, a mediocre game. You know, not, not the greatest game ever. Certainly, the item actually kind of sucks. But um, but other than that, I thought it was actually quite good. You know, um, but then again, you know, it didn't have any cat girls. So maybe you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll fix that in number two. They'll put some cat girls in there for them. Um, some crazy lady in there instead. Playing for Mass Effect in January. I'd like to hear that. You know, um, I'd like to hear that. Maybe you guys get some fans clubs. Um, you know, uh, get, get your get your thoughts on it. Um, like you guys said, it's a pretty quick game, so it's not like you guys have a. Um, not like you guys have taken a very long time to uh, to finish it up. Um, I'd hope not, but we do anything. Since you know, y'all. Uh, had some Christmas deals. I got to get my some Christmas deals. Is that flushing? Uh, Did he just knock down everything in the grocery store? And uh, picked up the Fallout games. That's Fallout, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics. Uh, that didn't cost me very much. It was four bucks a piece. So it was like a little under, um, little under 12 bucks. So, you know, hey, can't beat it, right? I also got um, Expendable. Great, um, great overhead shooter. I think Chris will like that. And I got um, Duke Nukem Manhattan Project, which is a uh, side-scrolling shooter. You know, very good games, very, very good uh, deals. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame that the holiday sale is over now because, you know... <laughs> I love the holiday sale. Amazing, but eh, what can you do? 
Anyway, um... You're crying your beer. That's, uh... That's about <laughs> it. Like I said Maybe before, you could actually I'm go and right. play no the games. Bus, no getting hit by a bus or anything. You know, it's, it's all good. Um... Anyway, um... I hope to hear from you again. Now I have to, um... I have to walk back home. After having, um... After having gone through the Taco Bell drive through walking, but that's another, um... That's another story. I'll, I'll tell you about that if you're interested. Anyway, I'll see you guys later. No, not really. Back. Apparently we are now. I asked a question. <laughs> yeah. I think he called us from a bathroom in a public place. That's what I think. So I heard like something flush several times. There were two, tw- there were two flushes. Yep. Um, and I heard like the little locking sound when you put the... When you put when the middle you close thing the door. Into- yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... He he makes a game recommendation for me, some sort of overhead shooter that sounded like expendable or extendable. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you guys understood it because I'm trying to find it and I can't find this game. It sounded like something you'd series I'd heard before. He said no. expendable. And it looks like Wow, there's some old Sega game called Expendable, but I don't know if that's what what site was he shopping on? Gog? Oh, hey, look, a Google result, Expendable on GOG. All right, so I found yeah. it. <laughs> GOG, Expendable, and... the and internet, Chris. GOG uh, and Fall Fallout series are both on, were both on sale on GOG. It kind of is an over... It's a shooter from, like, isometric view. All right, so anyway, Mike... So, Michael, he likes, uh, he likes Mass Effect a lot more than you. What a shock. Like most people do. Most, most people do. So you don't, you, don't, you don't object to this at all. You just... You're, so you're, what? You're Someone likes a game more than me. Well, you know what? He's right. They have cat girls in it. <laughs> so is that, is that really the missing factor in, in Mass Effect? Uh, no. It was the fact that it totally it prohibits you from using a class that you can shoot with on a console. Huh? What? I cannot... Okay. Most people I know who like Mass Effect, who played it like on the 360, Yeah, they're like, yeah, because I played this biotic class and it's awesome and I do all this stuff. And me, I was the shooting girl thing and I just could not shoot anything because oddly enough... Yeah, aren't um, you supposed to do Vanguard? Yeah. Or is Vanguard the hardest? I can't remember. Help me out, Manny. I played oh. a soldier and I had no problems at oh, all. Oh, that's a shooting on, class, on right? On the 360? Yeah. Hmm. Manny does I just console love, I... shooting, I guess. I focus my what's it called? I focus all my talents on uh, conversation skills and oh. or my chi and on my weapons. So I had no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the well, end of the game, I get headshots. It's no big deal. Well, I mean, with the sniper rifle. Well, you also probably are good at shooting things. I don't know. Hmm. I do play I lots do of shooting well. games. So all yeah, you needed was a, like a more newbie shooter game class. Well, no, I should have gone bionic or whatever biotic. Well, you know, the good part is you can import your save and change your class in Mass Effect 2. Or I so. could just play the PC version. Yes. We got to do that. We haven't started that Mass Effect January thing. I'd like to do that. Yeah, I need to do that, too. Give me a nice break from Aeon. In <laughs> <laughs> Warcraft. I haven't he been playing play Warcraft. Warcraft. Because nobody will play with him. And yeah, I'm talking about myself. Nines. You're playing I'm Warcraft? I'm talking about myself. Yes. There you well. go. A Warcraft party. You guys go to play Warcraft I thought together. you stopped playing it. I went yeah, back after the patch. Stop. I like the whole oh. random looking for group thing, man. That just is. I'm. I. I, I lives I for have, pugs. Yeah, because I usually have. Uh, I'm usually. I'm an alcoholic, so I've got all these 
60, 70 characters and whatnot. And usually I have some low-level friends that need me to play my low-level characters with them. Well, just quest grinding all the time is boring, and there's never yeah. enough low-level characters to do anything with. That that whole uh, pickup group thing that they have now where they match people across the servers just totally makes the game much more interesting for me. Yeah, that has to help. I'd love to show it to Michael, but, you know, whatever. Um, so. Yep. <laughs> can't do it. How about um, some other feedback? We got a letter from a user named The Madness. Oh, he's in our chat room. Um, he said, have you guys ever been to Potbelly Burgers? He likes nope. their pastrami burger. And no. Pastrami on burgers are instant win. No, but my wife says my stomach looks like a potbelly from too many burgers. Uh, hey, you're in Utah. Go eat a crown burger for me. Mm, crown burger. Okay. Crown. And uh, as something of a burger enthusiast himself, he says that we need to try, or he says that Chili's makes a pretty good burger for a restaurant. So no. that's like that's I do like, like restaurant burgers. It's a pretty good shooter for a DS game, right? Is that right. the same sort of recommendation? Uh, I've tried most of their stuff and rarely been disappointed, except when they start putting crushed pepper or blue cheese on things they have no business being on. I know later on in that thread, Master Chief, the guy who just called, said to get the, their bacon burger, right? Who? Master Chief. No, get who's bacon burger. Chili's. I am not impressed with Chili's burgers. I thought that's what it was. I might be misquoting him. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want from me? Yeah, We're talking about want, burgers yeah, was again. There, it was their ma- uh, bacon cheeseburger, he says. Good. So apparently go to Chili's and get a burger. No. No. Don't. Okay, don't. Go to... Go to Go to I mean, it, that's find like saying, why don't you go to Denny's and get a burger? Just, well, yeah, just because go find an In-N-Out. Find an In-N-Out, find a Smash Burger, and that's the end of this topic. In-N-Out wasn't that awesome either. Oh, oh, oh you're wounding me. It's I a am. Great burger place. It is not. It's a California staple. How can you assault it? Oh, that's even more reason oh. to insult it. Oh, how dare you? I don't know. <laughs> California sucks. It's because he has Kid Val- Valley, which is one of these top-tier places right next to his house. So he's got very, like, very used to their burger. It's like a mile and a half from my house. Oh, I want a burger. I'll have Kid Valley because it's awesome. Yeah, so it's hard for him to really appreciate anyone else. He, Michael is the kind of guy who develops his, this is his thing. And so outside of the thing, once he finds like the good thing and he gets used the to it, he becomes a I fan of it. I try the thing. And then I try some other thing, and I'm like, I could have just had the other thing and uh, had wasted my money. Yeah. I don't know. I, I pick my burgers like based on the day of the week. So it's like, it's Thursday. I'm in the mood for this. It's you Friday. You have a burger every day? You're going to have a heart attack, burger. dude. No, I'm joking. I don't have a burger every day. I'll have like, maybe a chicken burger. Mmm, chicken burger. <laughs> okay. Chicken Give me burger. the spicy chicken club from Wendy's. Uh-huh. Yum. Yum. Uh... Spicy chicken, bacon, and cheese. Hungry now. So why don't we talk about some of the recommendations? Let's stop doing this and eat now. I'm hungry. Well, here's what you can consume next week in the world of RPGs. Uh, First off, we've got Sands of Destructions. You know, I was so excited, and now I'm just kind of like... Sands of Destruction. Yeah. Not Destructions. Not Destructions. The only Destruction once. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it's coming out, and Michael's disappointed now. Why? Doesn't have burgers? Yeah, that's it. Why are we disappointed now? Um, it just the the previews and stuff I've seen just didn't pan out as well as I was hoping. Okay. All right, so that that's our that's our deep insight into the problems of Sands of Destruction. Uh, well, we don't have a copy. What do you want? <laughs> we didn't send anybody to a preview event, did we? Um, it they was a, had a preview event. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I I played it. 
and you thought? I thought it looked like um, I didn't get to play like anywhere enough to get an idea of how good or bad it'd be. I played through some of the story stuff, and all I know is I went in the mansion, and some people were trying to hurt me, and then um, there was a Just lot like of sand. Life. No, there was a lot of sand, oh. <laughs> and they blamed me, and I had to run away. So it was like it was one of those you know anime setups in like the first episode. So it's really hard to say anything about the game. Okay, fair enough. So it's got an anime style story. If that helps. No traditional no, like no. action action thing. Glory of Heracles also coming out. A lot of people were interested in this around E three time. They wanted us to get some info on it, but um, I, got died a, down I put up a video and I killed some mythological creatures on a boat. And you, you and your boats. I know. I, I was on a boat. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So this is my employee of the month game. Do you think I'm going to actually get, like, an email saying it was ordered this week? Nah, nah. Which one? I'm still waiting for mine. Oh, you guys are talking about. I don't do this anymore. What? No, but you can remind the person who does. That would okay. be very nice of you to do so. Yes, She's would. busy with babies. Oh, my gosh. Well, you could do it now. When You're married, so you guys can trade off responsibilities. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> We should take a break to say hi to Reeton. Hi, Reeton. Reeton Abdul. Hi. How you doing, what? Paula? Oh. He's, high five. He's, Paula, he's Paula's online moniker. You guys are so mean. She's been, she's been so depressed lately after losing her American Idol spot that she, uh, that she, she didn't show up retired. much. She retired. Yeah. She resigned. Yeah, I don't, and then joined don't another really... show, I think. <laughs> no. Yeah, she went on another show. It's like she's gonna be on some other dance show, I believe. Um, I think she's guest hosting for it, so you think you can dance. Yeah, she's getting money for that. Yeah. That would be why she's doing it. Because yeah, American Idol wouldn't pay her enough. Alright, so regardless of drunk lady, we have uh reviews up of Lee. Paula <laughs> Paula's the one everybody accused of being drunk every week on American Idol. I thought it was pills. Mm. Oh, probably both. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, Seven Circles this listening today. This week on Fragcast is Paula or hi, you tell us. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of reviews up. First up, League of Legends, Clash of Fates. This is the Dota clone by the guys who made Dota, so I guess you can't call it a clone since it's kind of, yeah, anyway. A so spiritual they, successor. Spiritual sequel. It's not spiritual. Yeah. It's like a. It's an almost. It's as direct as you can get, isn't it? A sir, oh, a we made successor. this game. Here's it. Here it is, standalone with more tweaks and stuff and our own engine and everything. <laughs> All right, whatever. So spiritual, uh, not so good, says Philip. Now, He's on our show. It, he can tell us about it. Sure can. The, the <laughs> he can't wait. <laughs> he just can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, you know it's it's actually at first glance the first impression. It's it's really fun. It's your standard Dota thing. So uh, for those few people who don't know, basically um, you've got two bases on either end of a map. Um, You're playing a hero, usually with a couple of your other friends who are also playing heroes. Um, Your base spawns uh, some monsters or little warriors or whatnot to fight along your side every few minutes, and you start heading towards the the base on the other side. Um, Along the way, you're bound to run into some of the uh, other champions being played by the other team as well as their little monsters, and usually there's some strong defensive towers up. When you first start playing any given board, your character's only level one and therefore isn't much of a match for anything but the uh, little guys coming out the other side. 
but um, as you kill off those creeps or those monsters and whatnot, you gain experience. You gain levels right there on the map very quickly, and eventually you're strong enough to, to take on bigger and better things, including the enemy's towers. So eventually it's kind of like a tug of war in reverse. Each side's pushing in the other direction to get to the other side of the base, and usually uh, usually after about 45 minutes or so, one team starts getting a clear advantage and starts knocking down the other guy's towers and eventually kills off their base. In World of, in Warcraft 3, uh, that was called The Ancient, hence the title uh, Defense of the Ancients. So this one's really well done as far as first impressions. You've got great graphics. Uh, the gameplay's pretty solid. You've got – when you first join in, it's it, it's a – if you bought the retail version, you're going to have access to around 20 or 30 uh, champions to pick from. So every time you play a map, you can you can pick one of these 20 or 30 characters to be your hero on that map uh, and whatnot. And every time you win battles, you gain experience points on your account, permanent experience points. Uh, and as your account levels up, you get uh, talent points similar to World of Warcraft or Diablo – uh, that can be used to enhance uh, your champion's capabilities on the field. They're pretty minor enhancements, but as you continue to level up over time, eventually those those minor talent additions add up. Uh, furthermore, you unlock runes that you can purchase from the store using the IP. Uh, I'm not still exactly sure what IP stands for, but it's basically Intellectual a Intellectual property. Yeah, probably. <laughs> And you can buy you can buy runes. Uh, you can also uh, unlock uh, other characters. Uh, that are available in the store with enough IPs uh, and whatnot. And you get IPs for winning. You get IPs for losing. You get IPs for uh, staying till the end of the game. So even if you're losing, it kind of behooves you to go ahead and see it through to the end, uh, those types of things. So uh, now this is, uh, this is a free-to-play product if you just download it off the web. Uh, what I was playing was the retail. If you go out to the store and you see this box, it says League of Legends at the store – you're basically getting a code that you apply to your account, which uh, gives you access to a lot more characters. Uh, normally, if you play the free account, you only have access to seven characters, and those seven characters are uh, rotated on a regular basis. So unless you buy characters and unlock them with your IPs, uh, then or you buy that collector's edition whatever game from the store, you're, uh, you're going to probably end up playing a different hero every week. So... Um, so there is they, – they, they, what they did is they took the Dota formula and they've added a significant number of uh, role-playing elements, uh, MMO-style elements where you're persistent – where you've got this persistent account that's continuously gaining experience in IPs, which you use to make your, your, your characters stronger and stronger over time. And that's pretty, that's pretty gratifying. The problem is that they only have one map, and I've Still? been playing – yeah, well, unless it's changed in the last couple of weeks. I haven't gone back to it since I started writing the review. But as of, I want to say Christmas, mm-hmm. I think that's when I stopped playing, uh, they still only had one map. Wow. So for a Dota game, that's pretty disappointing. Um, and um, you also kind of get the feeling they're still working on a lot of things as far as balancing. And the store, the store part of it actually didn't open until a couple of weeks after the game uh, went retail, which was pretty funny. So you really got the feeling that they were rushing this out the door and you, and give it another you know few months, a year or whatever, especially if they can really concentrate on the maps and balance out some of the characters and whatnot. Uh, it'll be a very, very solid game, and, and I, it, you know, I, would, I could see giving it a four uh, later on down the road once they've actually got all this stuff worked out. But right now, as far as a Dota online 
MMO mesh kind of goes, it's kind of disappointing because you'll get bored of it. It's it's just like buying Warcraft three, and you know if you bought Warcraft three for the multiplayer component, which a lot of people did, and then finding out on the box it only has one map for you to play with your friends. It's just kind of disappointing. It's really disappointing. Heck, <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know how that ever came to be. It, it really befuddles me that they did that. But the nice thing about this game is if you if you want to give it a try, you can you can play the free account um, and and you know you yeah, can actually start. It sounds like why would you stuff. do this instead of going over and playing um, Demigod? I personally think Demigod's a much better option at this point. I have some people argue with me on this, um, but. I yeah, Demigod has eight maps. They have uh, uh, they they may only have eight characters, but each of those characters, as you play in each board, has different paths for uh, leveling up their skills or whatnot. They feel more fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and granted, Demigod was kind of rough coming out the gate. The multi multiplayer wasn't exactly working as intended, and <laughs> wasn't I had a exactly hard time functional. working here. Yeah. <laughs> And I had a hard time even connecting with with my friends, but um, now that's all fixed. They've added a couple extra demigods, and it's a very excellent product. And you can get it on the cheap on uh, Impulse. Uh, Impulsedriven dot com, right? Yes. So yeah, if you're looking for a Dota game and, and whatnot, definitely I would steer you towards demigod right now. Fair enough. Remind me what Dota means. Defense of the Ancients. Is this a game that created a style or something? Yes. It's, okay. It was a mod for Warcraft Three that like completely exploded in popularity. Yeah, it's why oh, okay. people played Warcraft Three by the end of it. It seems pretty much. Never they had huge. Warcraft. Yeah, they had huge. They have huge Dota tournaments in Korea. It's what they live for. I think they still have Dota tournaments at Blizzard yeah. events. I th- yeah. They, 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 have you guys seen the Dota music video? No. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> really. A music video? It's really, really what, big you in mean, uh, Europe. Hunter? I think so. Yeah, it's not Who's... a Dota video. It's a, a it's a DJ who's done a song about Dota. Well, he does a whole bunch of songs. How is that about not a music video? Therapy. It's probably got a video and it's got. Well, yeah, music, it actually right? has two videos associated. Yeah, he has two different music videos associated okay. with the song. I'll just say because he made an old one and then he made a new one after he got really popular. This is crazy talk. I know. And, you know so I found the video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's very uh, techno. Is the one that you watch the one where he's in a white suit, or is the one they're all yeah. in the room? Okay, white yeah, suit. you watch the new one. What? Okay, yeah, whatever. I might. I don't, like don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, stop, he's he's stop a really good movies. artist. I like him. It's like when I link well, her wow music videos that are really funny and she's like oh yeah i i saw that two and a half months ago because i you know i, I subscribed to his website and it's like, she looks like all, all these artists and stuff it's like i can read all night with no action bars sorry <laughs> that's right oh rogues all right so moving on to the next topic <laughs> we've got a review of fighting fantasy the Warlock of Firetop Mountain. I'm so disappointed about this. I actually really wanted to play this game. I was so definitely wait, 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 wait. You're, dis- you're disappointed because you didn't get to review it, or you're disappointed that now you know you be- you're better off not playing the game? Because yeah, really, that didn't, stop you, that didn't stop you from, from Black, Black Sigil. Black Sigil so. yeah, sometimes I'm assistant, and sometimes I'm not. What can I say? <laughs> they got the same score. It got- Black Sigil got a two? I thought yeah. I got a two. Wow, they got talked Black up. Black Sigil got a two, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, and someone put us on hold. That wasn't nice. It was Manny. He's 
He's ignoring us. Man, he's tired of you. All right. You make too much noise. So um, all I can tell you, I didn't read this review because it looks like... Um, <laughs> all I can tell you is I didn't read it. Hooray! Why? It, this game wasn't interesting to me to begin with. So what about one of you guys who did? Give us the lowdown, please. Um, it had, it, it's sort of the same situation I think that I ran into with Armored Princess, where the game comes in and has a lot of potential, but by the time you get to the end, it's just like, I can't smash my head against the desk any harder. <laughs> Is that a skill you need for this game, desk smashing? Uh, yeah, like, um, basically, Fighting Fantasy was those choose-your-own-adventure books, right? Uh-huh. Right. And... So that's a really cool concept, and that's basically like the entire reason I wanted to play the game. However, the negative points include choose your own adventure aspects of the game are absent. Oh. <laughs> also negative is navigation is time consuming, controls are frustrating, and lack of music is dull. Okay, but what were you looking forward to? Choosing my own adventure. Isn't that like every RPG? Yeah. Any Western RPG will let you choose your own adventure. I know, but... Yeah, play Dragon Age. You want to choose your own adventure. I mean, yeah, Dragon no Age is it. No, that's choose your own death. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It's an oh, RPG. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, I go here, I die. I go here, I die. Hey, what a fun game. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Shut up. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever. <sighs> Right. <laughs> what was I gonna say? I don't know. He stunned you. <laughs> stunned you. Stun. Yeah, Stunt I was. Just, I was expecting one thing. You know, I was expecting caviar, and I got dead fish. You were. Wow. Okay. Interesting analogy there. Instead of dead fish shakes, you got dead fish. Yes. Interesting. I, I'm guessing dead fish is good. No, not good. I think dead it's, fish is it's bad. bad. Yeah. Like the dead fish eggs, which are good. Don't you like fish eggs? Actually, no, I don't like caviar. Oh, but we have it on sushi. No, that's I like different. Sushi. That's not. Yeah, just you like sushi that has eggs. the little fish eggs on top. Some of them are really big and salty. Ew. I don't like those. <laughs> She's like, no, stop talking about them. They're icky. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Fair enough. Whatever. Uh, she doesn't eat sushi with us. What are you talking about? You're right. I, I do eat thing. sushi, though. With us, you do not. Yeah, no, no you don't. that's because I'm never invited. QQ. We didn't. We actually, she did, Mike. We went to the sushi place and. When? Huh? No, we yeah. didn't. Oh right, I had sushi. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got we dragon rolls and stuff. Yeah, it was a really good. It was yeah. called volcano. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. But that <laughs> was probably oh, on the yeah, subway. The sushi this. place we went to. Right. That was a sushi place. That was a Hawaiian place. No, it was sushi. It was. It was a uh, volcano something. Yeah, it was called yeah. volcano, but it was Asian. It was Asian food. It's Asian. So at the at the very least, it was Asian California fusion with <laughs> a lot of Asian options. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. volcano. I know that restaurant. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was oh, he didn't home. come. That's right. <laughs> That's it. He was going to Isn't come, that it? but he had eaten enough. Wakano. Yes, wak, which is Chinese, not Japanese, but whatever. Whatever. You said Asian, so. Yeah. You're still oh, it's all the same, right? It was really good. Wakano. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back there. Say what? We'll go next year. I want to go liked, to You the... liked Morton's better? Yeah. Really? I want to go yeah, to that crazy steak place that when I, I don't crazy. have the flu. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. 
I wanted to try a different. I wanted to try that Nick that other place we'd went to before. I thought that was better. But okay. Uh, the, the year before? Yeah, two years before. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that better. Anyway, um, that was off. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> again? As we distract the podcast to talk about steak. <laughs> Steak is better than hamburger. Let's do the news run. All right. First off, we've got Atlas announcing they're bringing Hex's force to North America. Yay. Okay, Anna, Anna, this is a Sting game. It's a Sting game. You like Sting games. Uh I wish Sting games were fun to play as they are pretty. They are fun to play. Michael has never completed a Sting game. Did you try History Union? Yes, he's he's played all of the he's played all of the games in that series. He hasn't finished any of them. Why not? I get stuck or lost or confused or I hate them or something. He's stuck. Each reunion I hated. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, which confuses me because I figured he'd be like all over that. No, it's like choose your card and make it happy and do all that. I'm like cards, what stuff? No, kill things. No, no, kill things. Oh, you know, you like some card games, don't you? Yeah, but. I didn't uh, just start it okay. off. Okay, whatever. All right, well, Hex's Force, I have no idea how it's going to be like. Have they said? No, see, I was hoping to see gameplay, but all I've all seen right. is Anna. All we so know far. is there's two. Hey, you could choose an adventure, Anna. There's two simultaneous adventures. <laughs> They're about 25 hours each. Um, it's either the Cleric Cecilia or the Knight Levant. So Why, thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris is saved, Anna. How would I choose the games to play without you? I know. It's just great, isn't it? So You're awesome, so I, other than that, I don't know um, what it's going to be like. I know the name is terrible because uh, how how are you going to tell people? It's really bad for people hearing about it on a podcast. I'm going to say hexes. All right, somebody in the chat room, spell it. Who does hasn't heard of it before now? Hexes. Has anybody in the chat room actually not heard the Atlas game that's already been announced? I don't know. Um, they, they, yeah, probably. Hexes. Right. Yeah. See, that's that's it's the problem right there. Hexes. Yes, it's H E X Y Z, Anna. Oops. <laughs> Anna just oh, tried to spell it and did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anna fails. So much for reading The Faithful. So this is a very bad choice by PR. And uh, whoever just linked Wakano... Are you kidding me? I get every email in, like, quadruplicate because I get the you Atlas still Faithful... still can't spell it right. I know. I get bad. the Atlas Faithful email in my RP Gamer address, in my Gmail address, at my Hotmail, and you, I get all the You should probably unsubscribe from cheating. one of them. What? No, I've had those. No, 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 no. That's not for the contest. I've had oh, those. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's not for the fuck contest. <laughs> not for the contest where I get all the awesome doing stuff. doing Days of Atlas, and I was like, oh, it's too bad I'm like, I'm not eligible for that because I'm a member of the media. And he's like, Aram was like, you should read the rules. And I'm like, oh, there's nothing that. in the rules about that. I can win. Yeah, <laughs> unless you work for Atlas. I mean, it's not like we stop people from one-off from ending our contest or something. It's Yeah. All right. That'd be it awesome. Never say members of the media cannot apply. <laughs> no, we we make a big deal and we have a presentation ceremony and then we find out. Oh, where you work? Oh, all right, let me just leave. <laughs> <laughs> like we have the we have the prize about to hand to them. Oh, I'm sorry. And then everyone. Just, oh, I'm sorry. You actually work like for in me. 20 seconds, all the cars and all the banners and stuff is just gone. The guys left That's alone right. to cry. That would just yeah. be so mean. We should do that. No, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> let's let's like pick, let's pick like a site that hasn't been ravaged over the past year. Oh, well, I just meant... Well, okay, how about Joystick? Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. Well, blogs, you, blogs you don't like are good game. IGN is always good game. Um, Actually, I like Joystick. Oh. What? Wait, well, well, what? Michael yeah. Tidwell likes a video game blog? Yeah. 
because they actually check their stuff. What? This is the what, but they're a blog. They're not allowed to. Well, they do. They're the ones <laughs> who do Destructoid and Kotaku and other things. No, they don't. But this is historic. For people who haven't filed along, this is a historic day. Yeah, this may be the first blog I actually read on a semi-regular basis. I can't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it. Do you have, do you listen to their podcast too? No. No, of course not. I don't listen to podcasts. I'm too busy at work. You just, you just, you're, just, you're too busy. You played Aeon all afternoon yesterday. I did not. It was only an hour and a half. Are you kidding me? It was an no. hour and a half from when you first told me about it to when you second confirmed that it was actually Anne you were playing, and then you didn't leave work until you hit level thirty. That was four hours, Mike. Oh no, no, I stopped playing. Oh. And then at five thirty, I was like, "Well, should I go home or should I get level 30? I signed in. Yeah, at that level was 30. before five thirty, actually. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was, he you plays, know, he plays I was just at done work. at work like four thirty, and then I kind of read some stuff. Work. It's not right. It's awesome. Send in your hate mail to M Tidwell at wait Dragon <laughs> at RVGamer.com. <laughs> you should have M Tidwell, but you don't. Actually, I probably do. I know I have at least Dragon and Fire Mist. Oh, how about something that didn't happen? Here's a story for you. Bethesda apparently was thinking about doing a, a Star Trek RPG, um, mm-hmm. but they were busy doing other things. Uh, Todd Howard don't said, "Don't have a Star Trek RPG." But coming. we were doing other things. We made Fallout. We can't do everything. They published that really bad um, Star Trek combat game. That the only good part was they had like, all the cam, com, uh, all the captains' voices. Cameo, cameo voices are good. Yeah, cameo voices are good. Yeah, yeah. Do you, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we were actually arguing at work whether or not Leonard Nimoy can save Star Trek Online. Mm-hmm. We decided he might. <laughs> I don't think that'll be enough. Yeah, you never Me neither. know. Okay, um, other news this week. CES happened. So, like, big deal CES. Um, such, such that, you know what? Why don't I wait and do all the CES news at once? Um, let's well, you're the one blogging about it. Forever. No, you're right, yeah. I was, but uh, let's see. First, we should talk about Zelda. How about Zelda? I like Which Zelda. One? Satoru Iwata said, "Hey, um, it's going to have highly detailed <laughs> wow, graphics." Wow, that's what he said. That's awesome. <laughs> and it will be necessary to have a sensor with the ability to read the movements of people playing, um, like his Wii does. That's on the next DS Zelda. Oh, so he's talking about a DS Zelda. Then we we've got that Zelda? new Wii game coming, and apparently. Iwata said it was slated for release, uh, ideally for release in 2010. Yay, for games to come out soon. And what else we got? Apparently there is a... There's a what? Heard I was going to say, that part about the motion sensing, I think that's uh, the, success, the successor to the new DS, right? Well, it would that either be... A D- yeah, so that's... Oh, okay. So he wasn't talking about a new Zelda game on the DS. He's talking about just the DS in general. So he's saying the yeah. next DS would probably have some sort of motion t- detecting, which makes sense because the Wii's been so successful for them. Obviously, they need to do that on the console. Well, I don't know obviously, while obviously. I'm holding something with two hands, I need to be able to pop my I hand know. Up that, that's probably the trouble they're having. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd hold it with one hand and do like magic moves with the other hand. Make magic finger moves Ooh. at it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much better than the touchscreen I don't like. Yeah, maybe not. But still, you know, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? They already own the uh, market. Everybody will say it's awesome. Yeah, and uh, they're also saying that in July there'll be a press conference. I like how they're planning this for July. In July there'll be a press conference about the Wii Vitality Sensor. It's almost like there's something in July that people go to. Well, that's in June. Damn it. (laughs) 
E3's it in is June, in June, isn't it? Yeah. That's right, because they the Cubs it. are in June. Yeah. I remember that now. The Cubs are in June. The Cubs come to Safeco Field for the like, first time in history in June. Now we're going. Like, my father and everybody, they're coming up from Utah to go to the Cubs. It's not during E3, is it? It's the week after. Oh, good. I know. I was like, Phew. I, yeah. So I'm totally doing E3. Good. That's what I want to hear. That's the right answer. Screw the Cubs. They're just going to lose anyway. Um, I hope so. They're playing the Mariners. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch the Cubs lose. That's the idea. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> that's so mean of me to say. Like, I have a stock in either game. Uh, what, what do you guys think? We do. Happy Dragon is happy. No, what do you guys think about the Vitality Sensor and the DS Successor? Is this... Vitality Sensor can die. Is this I have no idea what, what, what would you use that for. I don't know. I just... I just can't it's even a, imagine a it's, game where that would work. Can't. It's been like half a year. We still can't come up with any good ideas for this. I mean, the most I can say is like what? You get off your balance board, you check your heart, heart rate, your coach yells at you, and then you get back on the balance board and do yeah, more. Yeah, I don't know. He do yells more great. Where do I sign up for that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a great experience. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, but, um, oh, yeah. You can have your own I was about to say about motion sensing cow. in the next DS. It mm-hmm. makes, like you said, it makes sense. Plus, it's like in the iPhone and those kind of games. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there'd be like a lot of crossover with uh, DSiWare and iPhone games. Mm-hmm. Makes now sense. they have an app sensor. And they said uh, HD graphics, so I guess those uh, Tegra rumors might turn they out to be They didn't say HD. Well, I mean, excuse me, not HD. Higher said, res graphics. Well, well of course. Who honestly Every... thought they'd release it with the same resolution they're of graphics? They're going back to the Game Boy, didn't you hear? <laughs> no, I mean, it's like Exos... Oh, never but, mind. I mean, it, that's the thing. Such statements are such baloney. You can't really say it's going to be Tegra 2. You don't know. Don't know. I'm just saying those are the rumors. Yeah. But well, yeah, if it's going to come out this year, then yeah, probably. What about that? Um, what is it? Sailfish, dragonfish. What's the? What's the? Let's see other. Dragonfish. Oh gosh, I don't know. I've been watching so much CES news, I can't keep the buzz names apart. Um, there are these little tablets running some sort of weird chip name. All right, never mind. Um, oh, those. Um, like the U one's got it in the the Linux part of it, you know, for example. But eh, it I... doesn't matter. Sp- speaking Dragon. of weird names, how about? Uh, Game with uh, stuff called Ostagar and um, <laughs> or Rel- you could be talking about Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, I could be talking about Dragon Age because the uh, expansion was officially announced. I don't know if we got that in last week that they got an official announcement of the expansion. It's going to be called Awakening. So they're going to mm-hmm. take you to a new area in Ferelden, which is weird because you know I had the whole map of Ferelden. I didn't see this on it. It was called yeah, did Amaranth. You, did you watch the argument of this? No. <laughs> Apparently, someone was saying that. Uh, it's like here's the map of Ferelden, and it's like, well, see, it's not there, therefore you're wrong. And then someone replies, says, "No, here's a better map of Ferelden." <laughs> well, who said that? <laughs> you have to look in the forums. It was hilarious. Okay. Well, let's see. Our news writer was very pleased that she was defended by our readers. I don't see it at all. They have to find it. Must it must be a long... Th- oh my gosh, it's a three-page thread on this. <laughs> yeah, you, you might have to read a little bit. <laughs> and then a bunch of spoilers. Hey, look at uh, map. Oh my yeah. gosh. Did they mark them? What, the spoilers? Yeah. Yeah. What is this map? This is this is not... What? Made-up map. They're, making a, they're just making crap up. As they, <laughs> What is this? This is like a whole... The whole, like... They like they zoomed out the camera and now you can see everything. I've wanted Maybe this map a long did. time. So if you if you uh, if you go to our forum thread for this and go to the third page of the forum post, someone has linked the map here. 
So if you've wanted a really good map for um, Dragon Age, you can get it there. Um, it's Bioware map. Uh, Bioware must have released this somewhere. So like yeah. the first part of the game is like this small corner in the lower. The, the entire game takes place in this small corner in the southeast of this map, and it's like all the places you've heard referenced in the game are like on this map now. So that's that's really nice to see. So where does this Ray. place take place? This takes place in Amaranthine, right? Which yeah. is where? I still don't see it on here. This is like hunting for Waldo. He'll never find him. Oh, I found it. It's on the very north part. You know where it is? It's it's kind of near where your little castle is, if you get the expansion that gives you the castle. Oh, okay. It's up there. Yeah. Cool. Anybody remember the name of that expansion for me? Uh, Keeper of the Keep or something? <laughs> Keeper of the Keep. <laughs> I don't Warden's know. Keeper's Keep. Warden's Keep. Warden's, Warden's keep. keep. There we go. <laughs> keeper of the Keep of the Keeping. Keeper of the Keep. <laughs> You're the oh, Keep boy. Keeper. That's <sighs> why so. I don't write stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to be able to rebuild the Gary Wardens and learn more about the Dark Spawn, and you import your original character it's into the game. So yeah, that's what I thought too. So apparently, <laughs> Gay Wardens, that's awful. <laughs> Great Wardens, stop it. <laughs> You'll be able to import what? your character the into the are game. Wardens full of elves now. Oh. That was just bad. He's never going to get this podcast. No, 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 no. I'm just harassing There's going to be new spells, new specializations, and an ability to respec your character attributes. So there you go. And apparently that means the end of this game is not the end that I thought it would be, which is very sad because I thought they had a good opportunity to make a good single contained story. And they won't because it's going to be the new franchise. Yeah, that sucks. And I feel it's important. (laughs) All of the listeners to know that elves find Chris irresistible. I didn't know that's what I was getting into uh, when I chose this. Uh, 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 that's awesome. <laughs> he really likes my character. Wow. <laughs> and I can't end it because then I lose 20 points of, um, you know, I didn't sleep with him. Stop it, Reeton. Yeah, you just lied there and let him do it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gosh. It's just a quiet night together. I hate you all. With romantic music, I was trying and touch. to be friendly, and he took wow. it the yeah, wrong way. Yeah, friendly. I'm gonna stay over here. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Screw y'all! I'm ending Final Fantasy. I that's my revenge that. with you. I, that's it. I'm revenge. Oh, stop it! I'm ending Final <laughs> Fantasy. That's how I'm getting back at you all. Yoichi Wada says, "I believe Final Fantasy 13 is going to be something special, and that it's going to be well received by the audience. But whether we are going to continue to internally create this type of game remains to be seen. Because I actually feel that the team was that was involved with 13 should next move on to create and generate some next generation forms of play." Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's a next generation form of play? <laughs> Final Fantasy 15. Vitality apparently, <laughs> we more we stuff. I'm sure. Um, he says, I really think the Final Fantasy team could create something completely different, but at the moment, they're strictly catering to the particular audience they have now. Who makes millions of dollars? Are you stupid? I don't know. Uh, they also said this week that they want um, Final Fantasy thirteen. T- what is this? This is weird. They want uh, Square Enix to take root in an effort to eventually lead the entire entertainment industry. Um, 
Yeah. So well. in the near future, the rate of conversions between video games and other digital entertainment content will only continue to accelerate. It is for that reason that we will make 2010 a year of taking root, in which we use this environment of change as an opportunity for establishing a strong foothold with which to lead the global entertainment industry and give everyone their barcodes and take over the world. I don't know. <laughs> take over the world is fun. We yeah. should try Okay. Okay. That's, nobody cares, huh? All right. I, it's, I it's, have it's a snide that I'm not going to bother saying. Annual Japanese statement that we're going to be awesome and give us lots of money. So what? <laughs> lots of money. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Speaking of companies that wants lots of money, Microsoft has released the new Game Room, or at least they're looking. They've announced it. It's going to be coming out for your Xbox 360. This is part of their CES announcement at their big press conference keynote thing. So Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? It's going to be a virtual arcade for avatars to arrange and customize, featuring classic arcade games and models of their original cabinets. Konami, Atari, and Intellivision are on board for this, and the new games will be launching every week after the initial launch this spring. They will cost between 240 and 400 Microsoft points, which is 3 to $5, or can be played once for 40 Microsoft points, which is 50 cents. God, this arcade. Huh? Yeah, it's, rip off the I, I, seriously, you don't play these games for that much in an arcade nowadays. I'm not going and playing defend. No, well, no, no. There's no midway here. Midway's missing and Namco's missing, so this is already a but failed midway, effort. Uh, who cares? You guys midway still exist? No. no yep. it's still, whoever owns those arcade licenses should have been contacted. Or sleeping. Leave us alone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I don't even know if we own those IPs. Yeah, I, I think don't know. We do. Well, that's. Oh wait, because yeah, we talked about owning Joust. So if it, Joust is the big one to get. You got to get Joust. Someone has to. Own yeah, we Joust. have Joust. Joust and Defender. They just build a franchise off um, that. Defend Joust. Midway was bought. Midway is the one that makes Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. Yes, they were they bought, were by, bought by, WB by WB Games. Yeah, which is I know. where Michael works. I work with them. I know. <laughs> I applied for a position at Midway. <laughs> Good job. Go that went Chicago. well. So, huh? Yeah. Don't, to go to Chicago. You know, don't pl- don't apply for a position with my company because I don't want to go under. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> what's that about? Jerk. I don't know. She applies and then they disappear. You tell me. Well, everybody wants her more and more, so they must mm-hmm. not like their jobs. Uh huh. So uh-huh. <laughs> this is weird. So uh, what is what's a what are what's a good Konami arcade game? Someone help me here. Konami. Yeah. Mm. A good Atari Atari arcade game. No clue. Didn't yeah. Atari do uh, Gauntlet Legends? Gauntlet, yeah, Gauntlet. Someone's got Gauntlet. That's Atari, right? Yeah. All right, so Gauntlet. You're gonna play Gauntlet, and you've got um, you're gonna pay fifty cents a piece for it. No. Yeah, totally, all the time. No. I, who would? Who's gonna spend? <laughs> Uh, this is just, you know, really, Microsoft has found a way to come up with a competitor of home that everybody is just as not interested in as home itself, is 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 my opinion here. Home still exists? Yeah. You know, the interesting thing about this is you don't actually walk around in this place. It's more like a Flash website. Oh, really? Where you That's watch your so avatar walk better. to where you want to go. That's great. Can't wait for that. Um, okay. Do I have to pay for this? Great. Uh, you know what else they announced? Uh, Natal's coming out holiday season 2010. Uh, Which yeah, you gotta pay for, you shocking. gotta pay for the games and stuff, not for the room. Oh, good. <laughs> and I other things. pay for a room I don't walk in. They talk about Halo Reach stuff, who cares? Um, and let's see. Halo people? Interestingly, 
What? There are positions open in the Microsoft Game Studio right now for the Halo team. Oh, right, because they're bringing Halo in, aren't they? Yep. Yep. No more Bungie for use. They're going to do new stuff, maybe. So let's see what else we got. We got uh, more, more, Halo, details, more details on this game room. Uh, you don't have to wait in line <laughs> for an arcade game. That's good. That's good. So, In other words, it's still not home. And um, it, the game room itself is free uh, so that you can be tempted to buy the arcade cabinets, apparently. They're also pushing cross-platform play, letting players purchase game room items once and then play both on 360 and PC. So apparently this will be on the PC as well. But you have to pay extra to play, uh, to have, to play the games on PC. What do you mean? Um, it's one thing if you just want to play the game on the 360, and it's another cost if you want to play it on both. Oh, really? Oh, so that's the $5 option for both, $3 option for just one. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Chris gets more excited by the minute. This is stupid. Oh, and by the way, that 50 cents you pay gives you two quarters of playtime. Oh. Yeah, because that's worth it. All right, so. Well, that that just solely sold me. On old well, arcade 50 games. cents is two quarters. This is so stupid. All math. these games, are, you can buy all these games in compendiums for way, way cheaper and get, like, all the good ones, too, that they aren't going to have here because they don't have those companies. This is mm-hmm. ridiculous. All right, you can buy them, like, oh, never mind. You can also invite friends over to the game room to play, and they can try a game that you own before they plunk out, plunk down their own points. Oh. Can I be amused at the fact that Boyd is talking about when he first bought Pong in the channel? Yes. No, my dad Michael sits there mildly embarrassed. <laughs> 30 bucks. Uh, that's fine. $30 for Atari about... Pong. Wow. Dude, that's awesome. Of course, how much should we play for Burger Time? That how, much, how much for the bomb one? Um... Where the guy's dropping the bombs off the top of the screen and you have to catch them. That's the one. That's the one you need on the Atari with the little, the little turny knob joystick. Yeah, man. Okay, apparently not. No one played. What Atari. the heck are you talking? You didn't about? play Atari, Ka- did you? It's called. It's called yeah, Kaboom. Kaboom. Oh, Kaboom! Yes. Right. What? <laughs> Seriously, you didn't understand that? No, it's, guy, uh, he's oh. dropping bombs. Bombs explode like kaboom, and you got to catch them before they blow I was up. Thinking, I was thinking it was Bomberman. I couldn't right. get past that. Whatever, whatever. Bomberman yeah, makes Bomberman me- on the Atari. That was a big release. Totally. Um, it didn't exist on the Atari. Thanks, boss. Thank you, Anna. We realized that. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that didn't exist back then, how about playing 3D on your video game system? Because it exists now. Um, PS3 is going to update its um, firmware. So you can play 3D games and Blu-ray movies on a on it. But you need a 3D TV, right? Yeah, you would need a 3D TV, and of course glasses, and so forth. So, yeah. Here's the question: It's weird because uh, the PS3 doesn't support the the HDMI spec that you're supposed to need for 3D, but they're going to make it work anyway. So that's cool. I guess it's all software. Neat. And uh, I don't know. Do you think that's going to be something we get in uh, in RPGs? Is there a big market for 3D RPGs? Because, I mean, really, if you want to stay, if there's one thing you want to do in a game that you're staring at for 20 hours a day, it's look at it through very uncomfortable glasses, right? Totally. Oh, yeah. Not only that, RPGs have a lot of text. You want to <laughs> read 3D it'll, text? It'll really pop out. You can, like, look at it sideways. Ooh, look at the text. Look at my eyeballs. Yeah, maybe this won't affect us that much. Um, <laughs> uh, another CES story, as the PSN. As long as there's an option to say, turn it off, I don't need this Turn crap. it off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called... 
<laughs> you would have to just put the glasses on and then not even see. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit That'd there. That'd be awful for you. Wear so glasses to do it. Just, I, just plug it in with your component cables. That would do it. It just might be blurry. I'll just unplug half the components. Yay! Actually, the way they're doing it, I think yeah, it should be easy to turn off. Yay! Based on my understanding of the technology that I developed over the past couple of days of watching way too much CES coverage. All right, so looking at other CES stories, the last one um, Sony's adding PSN to like everything. So they're putting it on their premium, they're going to put their premium video store on um, what? Uh, the TVs, Blu ray players, VIO and Windows PCs. Um, what else? And there's something called the Sony Dash, right? Anybody DXMD? Here? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't I can't I don't have a good story on that here. Sony dashboard. Well I know is that their XMB is on a lot of products, right? On basically yeah. all of their so they're just putting the their online services into that on okay. everything. Okay, yeah. Oh the dash is kinda like a chumby, but it's from Sony, so it's gonna be good. You know, it's just like a Xbox Live Anywhere, but actually realized. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, is it? Xbox Live Anywhere promised the social network and interaction features, right? Wasn't it supposed to be like a, you can design stuff on your cell phone, make T-shirts, and send it back to your games, or check your friends lists from any X, a Windows mobile device? Yeah, but that never really happened, did no, it? No, I don't see that happening here either. This is just well, like they're putting the they store just, on. So they well, keep... the store and services, and uh, a few of their phones, their new cell phones, have a what's it called, a remote play with the PS3. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's a powerful cell phones. Oh, oh, and uh, yeah, I think Nothing one of their media players. So, I mean, it's nice to see them actually integrating everything together because if one thing Sony doesn't get, I mean, it's just one thing Sony has is just like getting all of its teams to talk together and get things working. I like Sony stuff. I don't know why some people don't like Sony stuff. All right. Because it's overpriced. (sighs) But it's good. It's not that good. Yeah, it is. No, it's really not. Yeah, it is. The TVs are good. TVs are not as good as the other TVs. Yes, they are. Brophies are pretty good. Brophies are are actually pretty damn good. I mean, you know, it's not you, a pioneer curl. No, if you want the locking, best, if, I'm sorry. You look at like the reviews, and you're like, okay, the Bravia gets a four star, and the one I want is a three star, but it costs half as much. Hmm, or three and a half star. It's like, well, yeah, that's think about that traditionally. A lot. Yeah, it traditionally that's how um, high end electronics works. It it goes up exponentially. Not really. Yeah, but look at the audio market. Have, you ever, have you ever shopped I, audiophile audio? Stuff goes crazy. No, because you scare me when you do that. Mm. Okay. Scary. <laughs> Sorry. This is scary. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. Next, we got a wow story. Um, Anna, you should do this one. Oh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was awesome. Thanks. I was. I didn't think you were going to give me five minutes that fast. That's all. Yeah. So there was uh, a couple of interesting things that uh, sort of made some stirs in the WoW community this week because Blizzard basically put out uh, the idea that they're considering mandatory authenticators. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are not familiar with this, you can put it on your PayPal account. You can put it on your banking account. They've been around for like five or seven years at this point. But what it is is it's you can either have an application on something like an iPhone or you can have a physical item and you push the button and you get six digits and along with your passport, password, you have to put in this six-digit number. 
and it's basically an extra layer of protection on your whatever account. Um, so yeah, because the, the six digits it. are randomly generated every time you, well, And they randomly, only last for 90 seconds. Yes. Yeah, so the point is that someone would, could not just hack your password, but they also need this actual item in order to log into your account. Right. So it's an extra layer of security. I've never heard of basically anybody having their bank or PayPal or WoW account hacked if they have an authenticator. Um, as it stands right now, authenticators are – you have to pay for shipping. Um, yeah, you or have the, to pay for the, the authenticator iPhone, Yeah, the, the iPhone shipping. app's free. Yeah, you the iPhone, if you get an application, it's free, completely yeah. free. If you want Blackberry the physical too, right? shit, then you have to pay – 650 or more depending on where you live in the world like for australia it's actually really expensive it's like 2650 wow i don't recommend the iphone app though i hear a lot of problems with that one i use it um, great. i have never heard of any problems at all there was one it. problem oh, during an you, update but and since then i hear if you restart your phone it, it as a if you what's the called if you uh if something's wrong with your phone like a lot of people you will download a lot of applications they restore it and yeah. when they restore it the the app uh, sets itself a new code so all yeah. your old authentications don't work anymore. So you yeah, have you to write contact support. Yeah, that's like a big hassle. And I hear that's like the and all the reviews that's like the number one complaint. Yeah, I've been using the authenticator for months and months and months. I've never been in that situation once. So I have a physical chit. I bought it like more than a year ago. I think at this point. So I'm I'm really glad that I have it because I I know too many people that have been hacked at this point. And it was actually kind of interesting because right on the heels of this, uh, you know, they were considering mandatory authenticators, is that um, they had a policy change internally, which somehow got leaked, that basically when you are hacked at this point, and this has been policy for quite a while, the first thing that they're going to do is offer you a care package, which is actually kind of piddly. It's like a f- couple thousand gold and like less than 10 badges. It's 10 badges per day that you are waiting for your account to be resolved, Yeah, it's which terrible. buys gear. It's crap. Honestly, I can't believe they're offering this to people. But um, the other option is, is if you it's decline the package. Yeah, it's a bribe to... Co- to um... Try and lighten the load on their customer account restoration team, right? Right. I mean, you know, if you're a casual player and you only had like one or two pieces of nice gear and, you know, 300 gold on your character, then this care package is fantastic. You actually end up basically ahead of where you were. Mm -hmm. But um, if you're like a dedicated player and have decent gear and like 10,000 gold, then this is going to do absolutely nothing to you. So alternatively, they will put you back in the queue and you have to wait two weeks for your character to be restored. And this is the thing that I find really objectionable is that uh, they will automatically send you the care package. Uh-huh. And it will sit in your mailbox until they pull it out because your character has been restored. Even if you decline the care package, it will still sit in your mailbox. And I can see some people like just going through their mailbox and having an auto opener because I used to and just pulling everything out of their mailbox and screwing themselves over. So I'm not sure how comfortable I feel about this idea of, you know, automatically sending them the care package. Mm-hmm. And just as a one last thing, because it's 30 seconds, it's a note of interest. Um, do you remember the uh, gargoyle cape out of Stratholme, Chris? No. 
Um, back in the day when there was no, there, when there was like no information for WoW outside of Thoughtbot. Um, you oh could, yeah, that one. Yeah, I do. And remember. even even before you could put up screenshots, what would happen is a lot of people would ask what gear looked like, and there was this stone skin gargoyle cape that came off of a rare mob in a high level dungeon, and someone put a comment that it was white and slightly longer than your average cape or cloak, and for some reason people found this vastly entertaining. And uh, there is now probably like 1,500 comments about how this cape is white and slightly longer than your average cloak or cape. Yeah. And Blizzard, thank you, Blizzard, because in Ice Crown Citadel, there is now a Serenite Gargoyle cloak. Is it white and slightly longer than your average cloak or cape? It is! <laughs> is that the in description, fact, too? <laughs> yes. In fact, the, the text on the cloak says this is even longer than your average cloak or cape. In fact, if you wear it, it drags on the floor <laughs> behind you. It is longer than your average That's cloak great. or cape. Good, good one. That's my little flavor story of the week. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got for today. We got um, it's you know this is episode one hundred and ten, and I figured you know now it's the year twenty ten, so it makes sense to do a little reflection and some looking at the future. Bum 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 bum. B R B crystal ball. B R B crystal ball. Yes. So let's take a look back. Well, we we have Delphine's eight ball. We could use that for no, the future. No, let's not use that. Um, In the year two thousand. In the year two thousand. Jump in my DeLorean. Let's go back to the future. <laughs> it's your kids, Marty. I All knew right. that was coming. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> All right, so let's look back at the year 2009. Okay. What I got an awesome it? job. Yay. No, not what happened in your personal life. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you had a kid. <laughs> and I had a kid. But he, he, he babbles a lot. It's pretty awesome. Wow. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, what were the big RPG, you know, the big moments for RP gamers in the past? Oh, yeah, TV. Year? TV was awesome too. Hello. Hi. I was thinking about my TV. Michael Tidwell, what was your big moment in two thousand nine in the gaming, in the whole gaming era, community um, industry? What was the big thing job. that stood out to you? <sighs> All right, somebody professional. Manuel Marino, uh, what was your big moment of see, 2009? See, that's the problem. I am professional now, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there was a, a lot of good RPGs this year. Uh, even some smaller games like, uh, what was it called? Devil's Devil Summoner, the, which came with the nice little Jack Frost slushie to Dragon Shimigami, Age. Yeah, Shimigami Tensei Devil Summoner on the DS. Mm-hmm. No, that's no, Devil, that was Devil Survivor. Survivor. No. He's talking about Devil Summoner Devil 2. Devil PlayStation, oh, oh. PlayStation 2. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, it came with a Raihu plushie, and it was all sorts of awesome. Yep, yep. That was pretty cool. Uh, I think, I think, I think that, I think that you could, you know, there was, there were a number of PS2 RPGs, especially in the, the first half of the year, but I think, I think one of the significant events of 2009, I think we're probably not going to see any more PS2 RPGs, maybe so, one or two more, but I think it's pretty much coming to So high. this was this was kind of the swan war, the swan song of PS2 RPGs. Yeah, we like, were we were surprised. I think I think a lot of people were surprised we got PS2 games at all this year because mm-hmm. in 2000, 
eight when we went to E3, everybody was like, "We're done PS2 games." The PS2 has had quite a swan well, song except too. Except for the the, uh, the Sony people are like, "We're not at the ten year yet. What are you talking about? We still got time." Well, it's really down to the developers deciding that. Yeah, PS3 too expensive. Still, let's let's keep doing PS2 or hard, <laughs> or no audience. Well, or, you know, when you they know. come up with games like Persona Four, I don't mind. You know. Mm-hmm. Though that was uh, was that actually out? That was late. Was that out early this year or late last year? I can't even remember. It was last year. Um, it was two thousand eight. It was yeah, like November two thousand eight. So what came well, out this year? Just Devil Summoner and Dragon Age. No, on PS two. <laughs> um, PS two. Yeah, we had uh, Artanelico. You know I can I can tell you. Artanelico two. Manakimia. Yeah, So all the Nipponichi games. Devil Summoner two. You had three. Actually, I take it back then. 2008 was a better swan song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we got one more. I guess the death knell is Sakura Wars 5 coming yeah. up. Finally, year. we get a Sakura Wars. Finally. So prediction, any more so big not, PS2 okay, RPGs? It is not there? Sakura Wars. Let, let's nip that. If, if They better not. Oh, no. It's Sakura Wars no, 5. What it is not Sakura. About? You do not accent the second syllable. Ever. Sakura. If you need an American accent, put it on the first syllable. Let's just let's just leave it. We at have right. we have a lot of great moments in our podcast, but our arguments over enunciations are not one of them. Oh, that's the best moment. Oh. Also, prediction time. Any more big RPG? Any RPGs worth note on the PS2 next year? I mean, other than no. that's it. No. That'll be yeah. the last one. Probably. <laughs> we hope. Oh, um, other big moments of 2009 for you guys, really? Was the PS2 the thing that stood out to you? Like, man, this PS2 is still working. Is that what captured you? Maybe the PSP and I actually got some really good games for once. The PS2 and a lot went, of good game announcements. It went all digital. Like, they started doing all the downloads for games. This yeah. Year. yeah they, was with the PSP, thing. they started releasing a lot more uh, PSN games. Oh, even I PS1 Classic? Like, yeah, I, I think we started to see digital distribution shoot up as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, this was really the first year. Sorry, Manny, I cut you off again. No, this go right ahead. This was the first year that I started downloading PC games. I don't know about mm-hmm. anybody else. And I played a lot of PC. I, I believe I first PC downloaded download. a PC game when Half-Life 2 came out. But Yeah, yeah I have to agree. <laughs> is that, is that uh, like, download or is that? That was a download, yeah. Okay. That's right. You'll downloaded Torchlight, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I have to agree with you. I had probably at the beginning of the year, I I guess I'd had maybe five Steam games and a couple of Impulse, and now I've easily tripled or more on each one of those uh, services. Uh, the sales on there plus PSN picked up more PSN games this year than any other year, and uh, and part of that because of the whole push with the PSP Go and them putting a lot more games online and the uh, re-releasing Final Fantasy VII. That sold uh, like 100,000 units. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah that was crazy. And, and you know, I, I'm really glad they did because, I mean, Final Fantasy graphics, especially in the 3D battles, really don't hold up too well over time, but on the PSP tiny screen, it actually works out pretty good. So... It's it's a lot easier to on my eyes to play it on the PSP, but definitely big push on the electronic distribution on on the PC and on the the the, the uh, PlayStation. I think another big thing. Speaking of PlayStation, I think another big thing is the is the fundamental shift. You see the the PlayStation Three picking up a lot more momentum uh, when the price drop happened, and uh, and when uh, Demon. Uh, Demon Souls came out. Uh, that game got a lot more hype than uh, than I really thought it would for a 
for uh, an RPG that was kind of on the PlayStation 3 and kind of out there a little bit, kind of original, and people didn't know what to make of it from just the screenshots and stuff. So For me, that um, was a big surprise hit. I mean, I didn't expect it to be yeah. on that many uh, 2009 best of year lists. Yeah, and I think, but yeah, I think there's definitely been a shift in the PS3's uh, favor versus the other consoles. You know, it's interesting to see that uh, Western gamers really still st- still do like that kind of hardcore punishing game. Mm-hmm. And, and that it did so well. Do they really? Because right, who's still playing it? How many people have gotten past? I, I, everyone I talk to has gotten to like level one, two. Maybe one, three. Um, Mac finished it. Yeah, Mac finished it. Omega. That, he, I, I okay. mean, no, 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 no. Adrian finishing it is no surprise to anybody. If you're surprised yeah. Adrian finished but it. But who else, who else has finished it? Anybody? I I've don't own PS3. Yeah. And I've been too busy playing other games for you. I have a copy of the game. It I seems do like people, people enjoy how brutal it is and the concept is great and they have fun with it. But eventually, you know, as much as you enjoy it, that brutalness is a I, factor of you coming back to it. Yeah, I played it. I played it. It, it, it really depends on your personality. I, I was playing through a few worlds when it first came out with, uh, with my friend. Um, you know, he was playing the game at the same time. And it was interesting how my approach, I'm kind of a bit older than he is, and I'm a more patient gamer. And, and I would go through, I, went, I remember going through the first world only dying once, mm-hmm. uh, whereas he died over and over and over again because when he would die once, he would become frustrated and want to rush through it thinking that he already knows where everything's at. And then he'd be careless, die again, and that just raises frustration and turn to this vicious cycle. I don't think he got past uh, more than a couple of boards because of, because of that factor. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I would take my time and act – and that's what was f- so fascinating for me. Every step could be your last if you were not, you know, totally careful and whatnot. You got to take the time, observe your surroundings, look at the notes if you see notes or watch the videos of people – or not the videos, but watch the people dying. If you see a blood stain, click on it and see how they die, and this can give you kind of clues to what's ahead. And if you take your time and, and look at it from that perspective that it's not just a rush-through action RPG but rather something where you almost got to kind of be like Batman in a way and observe Observe your surroundings before just rushing forward uh, and whatnot. And, and when you get through a whole world only dying once or twice or something, to me it was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. You know what I also really enjoyed about that is um, I hope more games follow this trend. But even when you're playing alone, you're always a part of a community. Yeah, and, and I, was, I mean I was playing alone, but I was logged in, so I was able to see the bloodstains. Yeah, it's like – it's a like single-player game and like it's a massively single-player game, massively multiplayer single-player game in a lot of ways when you're it playing was, by yourself. It was a unique. It was definitely a new mechanic for an RPG, and and that's not something you see too often. Um, and it, it worked out much better than I thought it would. And so that was the PS3's biggest RPG this year. Do you think? Um, that and maybe Dragon Age, since Dragon Age was better on PS3 than it was on 360. If we're just talking about the console versions of Dragon Age, it was better. Yeah. Well, than 360, yeah, but oh. it still wasn't Why as good was as it, PC. What was better about it? Uh, it had better textures and color saturation. Okay. Okay. It had so a much better, better graphics. Okay. Uh, y'all are all wrong. The best RPG on, on the PlayStation 3 was clearly Cross-Edge. Right. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, what about mm. the 360? How did that fare for RP gamers this year? Well, I'm trying to remember. I mean, because I was looking for something like at E3 for my 360 because it wasn't really a lot. Um, and that's why I came up with the Magna Carta 2 because, I mean, that just grabbed me right away. But as far as, like, overall, 
It doesn't you seem like I played my 360 a lot. You basically your your play your Xbox uh, RPG exclusives was were Magna Carta and Star Ocean: Last Hope. How was yeah. Magna? I forgot about that. I don't think Star Ocean really did too well. Wait, wait, wait. What, what were the non-exclusives then besides Dragon Age? S- Sacred Two, Overlord Two, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two, Gyromancer, and Borderlands and Dragon Age Origins. Oh, okay. Borderlands! That's yeah. what we forgot. Yeah, that's what I was th- I was trying to think of. So that's that's interesting. So Magna Carta Two. Um, really, um, just to focus on the exclusives again, then for just another minute, um, where did that succeed? That you know, others have failed this year. Uh, for the most part, it seemed. Um, I mean, they went with a unique battle system, which kind of pulls you in. Uh, if you play it long enough, you play a really good story. Um, one that you know I thought stood out, but of course, if you only play it for the normal 15, 20 hours of a other review, then you're like, yeah, I've read the story before. It really takes a while to open up. Uh, the graphics were just, uh, I thought they were superb. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, you put all those together and, uh, you know, in the review I didn't mention the sound, but I actually went back and listened to it a bit more. And it even has good sound. So it was like it, they just put everything together with unique battle system and a, and a, and a gripping story. And I, that was all I needed. Interesting. It really was, because there are lots of games, I'm sure, that have great stories, but if you don't get into the gameplay, like, you know, I'm struggling with Dragon Age Mm -hmm. because I can't deal with the gameplay. It's my own problem, you know. It's not like it's their fault. They didn't design it too hard. I just, I'm not used to dealing with this kind of multiple-person gameplay. Oh, you should have me coach you. I could help you through it. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest, I beat... Yeah, there are a few, just a few things you need to do, and usually it's just well, manual control of your mage that really makes right. a battle a lot better. And, the, and the, I think that was my biggest gripe with Dragon Age. If I was supposed to do a turn-based battle system, why isn't it just a turn-based battle system? That's uh, the space bar. I don't know. But I miss turns looking at things and seeing what's going on when I could have just, there's my next round. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do... You hit space bar and then you look. You, you don't look. look. You don't look while you're fighting. You look. Well, I have to see what I did and what it affected. Oh, okay. But they don't all do it at the same time. Okay, you knock this person down, you cast this spell, you heal. Well, the heal spell like takes forever, and it's like, well, you've done that, you've whacked on three more times, you're like, ha, oh, ha, come on, just do it. You know, I don't know. It frustrates oh, me in some way. All right. We have a... Uh, how about the other system that we're ignoring here? What about the Wii? Did it bring anything to the table? Um, no. Who's our, who's our Wii proponent? I, I'm not the Wii proponent. <laughs> I can, I can, I can tell you the games real fast. I got them listed here. Uh, we had Final Fantasy, Crystal Chronicles, Echoes of Time. You also had the Crystal Bearers, uh, Final Fantasy IV: The After Years, which I'm playing now. Harvest Rune Moon, Factory. Animal. What's that? <laughs> we had Rune Factory. It looks like Rune Factory, Spectrobes, uh, Van Hollow Knights, uh, Phantom Brave, Overlord, and Marama, uh, Muramasa. Yeah, like I think this year was decent for quantity not quality what about yes. well so here's a big one though final fantasy 4 how did that turn out for us this was a big deal it's like a, one of our favorite Took rpgs too long ever to come out was coming out and with a sequel it's out now it's all out so yeah finally anyone, it's all out well here's the question a little anyone ha- no final fantasy 4 the after years ah what has anyone d- has anyone tried it i'm oh, actually playing it you know, it was one of those games that I kept saying I was going to buy it, and I kept saying I was going to buy it, and I sure haven't. Still haven't bought it yet. It's well, fun. I think, it, in general, the Wii itself fell off my radar this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm playing it now, 
And, I mean, a couple of thoughts. First, I think them releasing these separate episodes several weeks apart for a combined total of $40 was a mistake. Well, I okay. mean, Here's what I don't understand, though. What if a Final Fantasy VII sequel, a Final Fantasy VII sequel was announced and came out for the Wii? Would that not even have been enough to get you guys to play the Wii? I mean, because this is big. I don't understand why this was not good enough to get people to play the Wii. That, that there's um, well, bear in mind that Final Fantasy IV is not my favorite Final Fantasy. It's not as nearly as big Sean. as seven. <laughs> yeah. And and the other thing is Final Fantasy IV is is a super it's a super Nintendo game. It it, it, it isn't it isn't all most people's it isn't nearly as many people's radar as it was fi- uh, Final Fantasy VII, which was PlayStation. With I mean Final Fantasy VII was huge. It it opened up the door. But for, among RPG RPG playing connoisseurs, they know that four is one of the big names, don't they? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, it I'm a big depends. Like, look at how many people got into RPGs with Final Fantasy VII. We see this all the time, not only in our readers but in our staffers. I mean, how many times have we? Well, they get, well they I don't quit. know about you guys, but how many times have I sat in an interview and we ask, like, what was your first? Or what got you into RPGs? And you'd be surprised how many people answer Final Fantasy VII. I think another thing too is even if you talk to the older fogies such as myself who who grew up playing those older ones or whatnot, six totally outshines four. Four was was good at the time, but when six and Chrono Trigger came out, yeah. I forgot four. I oh, mean, four just still it's a sequel this, to four. Hopefully, it would be better. How how good, how well did the DS remake of four? Do? Six is not better than four. Yeah, it is in every six way. But is, that's a whole other in every story. way. They get to the world of ruin where it says, "No, nah, you know, what? I'll just ditch you." Yeah, except they give you character backstory to make. They up give for you it. your characters. Yeah, I mean, six. If you six, find them. The story. If you got through the like whole it was thing. Hard. Yeah, the story was so captivating. Yeah, you find all the characters. I found them. I didn't have. But no, 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 no. Let's not wait. Well, let's not wait. Lay on this. Um, We're talking about the best of two thousand nine, and six did not come out in two thousand nine in any way. So, um, Final Fantasy. I think the other problem with the after years, though, to to stay on that topic, the after years, the thing is, it's it's on the Wii, but the graphics just look like Super Nintendo. You look at the screenshots, and it's like nothing new underneath the sun. It's it plays like the old Super Nintendo. It looks like the old Super Nintendo. No, no, no. That's not. It's fault. It's a cell phone game. Yeah. Well, that doesn't. That, well, uh, whether or not it's the game's fault or not isn't going. To, it doesn't mean diddly that the fact is people aren't going to rush out. Gamers these days aren't going to rush out and buy a game that for forty dollars, especially that looks like it's a you know a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, technical it's, excuses don't get you any sort of um, pass. I'm going to rush out and buy it if it had come out all at once. Well, and okay, yeah. it's out now. Why yeah, does now it matter? Because yeah, I just kind of forgot. Okay, well, I'm reminding you. It's out now. What's keeping you from making that purchase? I'm turning on my Wii at this point because I will purchase it. I just keep forgetting that it's out. Okay, well, so if I remind you later today when you have time, are you going to turn on your Wii? I have to put it together. And is it... <laughs> Big, many, it's a one-piece system. No, it's a three-piece system. All right, fine. Funny, a big, you don't need the, the sensor bar, do you? Oh, right. And here's a million-dollar question: Do you pay forty dollars for you know for basically when you got Mega Man Nine and Ten, which are which those are just sequels to old eight bit games, and they look like eight bit games, but they're selling for ten bucks. Do you pay forty dollars for worth it? An old school RPG. That's a pretty big Final Fantasy tax. Yeah, yeah. It's, Final well, well, but how it much, should be a lot longer. How much was Final Fantasy DS? It was like thirty dollars, thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five at least. Yeah, but that, this was a complete remake, right? Remake, three D graphics. So this how is a new story. This is a one that wasn't. This yeah, isn't this is a, a remake. This is a whole this new game. A remake. This isn't a remake. Yeah, the, yeah. It's a, the, the, the full one added a lot of new stuff too. 
and they did tweak a lot of the systems. I, I guess the problem is in general is that Nintendo doesn't keep enough people aware of this kind of stuff. I think I think it's pretty easy to forget what's on Virtual Console, or what's on uh, WiiWare, unless yeah, you're constantly checking. Yeah, totally. that's true. The WiiWare the WiiWare page is is very clunky, and it doesn't do a good job of showing. You're right; it's not nearly as good as Xbox's. A menu system as far as keeping you apprised on what's new and what's All been right. updated. Yeah. Well, let's talk on about the, Xbox, the game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Manny. Finish your thought. I was going to say on the Xbox, they're constantly telling you what's what. What was the number one playing game this week, or what? What can you play with superstars this week on Xbox Arcade or yeah. the community sites? They're constantly well, we, keeping we, aware, keeping in your mind. We also know Nintendo completely fails at the internet. So yeah, anything dumb. Well, they they fail at. It's ironic they fail at marketing that isn't like just to get you to buy a system. Yeah, it, it, yeah and it, they, they're so good at some system, of their marketing. Not that good I just don't actually. understand how their marketing team can be so good in one aspect and just so bad in another. Um, it, it's it's quite the dichotomy. So, what about the game people did like on the? You know, I know people played Little King Story. Somehow mm-hmm. that got through and made you guys try it, right? Well, it's on our list. It, it yeah. did. It did actually. I mean, it, the reviews. The re- when the reviews came out, they were extremely positive. I read through them, and I read it to my wife, and even she got excited about. It. We went out and we got it. Uh, it was one of the few games we went out and bought brand new and just played right away. And it, yeah, it was very between the, the graphics, the cuteness of it, the the game the mechanics, music, especially the, the music. music. Oh yeah, the music. Holy cow! Um, Wait, a very it has good music. World. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's no all classical and classical. Oh, oh. It's just classical uh, uh, public domain stuff. It's, it oh, works at the okay. setting. It's it's hilarious. Hmm. It, it just it was a really well thought out. Lots of creativity went in there. I, I will be honest though, it, it didn't get me to play the game, but I never I never finished it. I mean, the gameplay itself was just it was just so kind of yeah. I didn't finish unforgiving it and hard. The bosses were so brutal. Oh, it really was. So I mean, I played more than half of it, but then after a while, I, I just sort of stopped and I never came back. And yeah. the other big one we were supposed to care about this year was Muramasa. But, Beautiful, gone uh, off my radar. Okay, uh, I, I I didn't. What I is didn't it like a to... like a it, twenty minute yeah, action game or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's mostly action. The, the you're, you're you're building a lot of you know swords and leveling and stuff, but for the most part, I, it's action. I, I hate to say it, but it was more the marketing than anything when they push it it was just supposed to be this slutty game i was like i don't even want to play it anymore wait but that's aimed at you it was <laughs> the wrong way to do it i guess you didn't like the octopus tentacle image no i have to admit i'm looking at the shirt it still doesn't turn me on no. sorry <laughs> you're looking at it now what you have so, it Someone yeah. sent you this shirt? Yeah, yeah they sent it to Mac, and Mac's wife took one look at it and said, send it, send it to someone else. You have to get rid of that. And so he sent it to me, and I opened the box, and I'm like, you sent me the shirt. And he's like, yeah. And I look at my wife, and she says, you're not wearing that ever. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it sits in its little shelf. Why don't you just get rid of You should give that away as a contest or something. Just no. I know what it- I'd wear it. Send it to Anna. I want to see her wear it. I don't want to know. I know a game would make no our isn't it? Isn't it like extra large? It's though? a game. Well, this is what uh, Mike is such a pack rat. This is a shirt that I'm he doesn't like the image of. It doesn't turn him on. It's for a game he doesn't play or care about in any way, shape, or form that his wife won't let him wear and is just going <laughs> to sit in his room, yet he still won't give it away. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> wow. All right. Go away. I was just saying, I do know a game will. We'll get RPG, RPG gamers to take the Wii seriously. And that's going to be like Final Fantasy X. Not Final, excuse me. Uh, Dragon Quest X, right? Nine. Dragon nine. Quest Nine. <laughs> no, nine's the Ten. DS. Ten nine's is the, the Wii. Oh, Ten's right, the Wii. right. Yep. You're right. My bad. 
and that is true. Is that going to really not- help this thing? This situation, Michael? Will you Hi. will you turn on the Wii for Dragon Quest X? Hell's yeah! Okay, so you like Dragon Quest more than Final Fantasy IV? Yes. Okay. I'm just try- I'm just trying. Will to Monster Hunter Three get people to turn on their Wii? No, not Anybody in the U.S. <laughs> Right. Monster Final Fantasy IV isn't even my favorite. favorite they Final need, Fantasy you know, Monster Hunter's issue is is solving that social gaming thing, and h- how is that going to be done on a system that doesn't even allow you to really chat with other people very well? You know that, right? What? Are they going to retain the online four key? Four is for my US favorite version? Final Fantasy. I know four is your favorite Final Fantasy. You don't it care about not. it. It's not. Oh, it's not. It's not. Oh, what's your favorite Final Fantasy now? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. What does that well, have to do with anything? <laughs> well, you keep Monster saying, Hunter. well, like Final Fantasy IV, well, you like Dragon Quest more than Final Fantasy IV. Well, yeah, I like Dragon Quest VIII more than Final Fantasy XII, so mm-hmm. it's not really that hard. What about Dragon Quest uh, VII? Mm, no. <laughs> it was a fun project, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, Manny, um, what were you saying? Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's looking forward. We'll we'll get to the looking forward in a second. So I mean, we've, right. we've covered the the three consoles here. What what they did. Um, is there anything else just as a whole, like maybe cross platform that was big that we cared about that did that changed the way you know it was groundbreaking. Did, did we talk about handheld at all? Yeah. What about the handhelds? Yeah. No, we didn't. So we got the PSP. We talked about how the PSP lets us download stuff now. And we had such yeah. we had a bunch of great games on PSP. Well, I mean we? the DSI came out. Was everybody wooed and odd and that's well, the best thing on, you've ever bought? Let's finish with the PSP. Oh, we're done with the PSP. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy Seven and Eight are both downloaded. When we finish the software, then let's talk about hardware. Yeah. Oh, we're never gonna finish this. Thing. No, we're not. So on the PSP, what did we have this year? We had Star Ocean the Second Evolution, Fancy Star Portable, Mana Kamiya, Student Alliance, Crimson Gem Saga, Class of Heroes. Uh, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Steambot Chronicles Battle Tournament, Dissidia Final Fantasy, Dissidia 2, or excuse me, Disgaea 2 Dark Hero Days, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, which came out on everything, it seems like. Shimigami Tensei Persona 1, Half Minute Hero and Adventures to Go. Half Minute Hero, yeah. Half Minute Hero is like the, the star out of that list for me, but I don't know. What else? Persona is really for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was a lot of options here. A lot of more traditional experiences when I see, looked I, at it. I couldn't figure out. I played like all of Star Ocean One. I thought it was great, mm-hmm. and I played Star Ocean Two, and I just can't even get started. Really? Because Star Ocean Two is generally I know it's like exactly game. the same. It's supposed to be a little better, and I'm like, I just can't get into it for some reason. It's like I burned myself out of all their crafting and everything. Or oh, that's what it is. What? By the time you finish Star Ocean One, you finally figured out the crafting system, so you have this whole rigmarole of trying to get everything to work and, you know, playing with the randomness and all that good stuff. And by the time you play two, now you understand it. It's not just a simple Didn't Star Ocean Ocean Four nullify the stories of one and two anyway, so it's like hard to go back. Well, I haven't played four yet. I was trying to play. Wait, was that three? I don't I thought one of the Star Oceans nullified the stories of one and two. Spoiler alert! Really quickly, yeah, is it because yeah. I don't? It's I don't like... know the end. I don't. I don't want to know. All right, never mind. Then. Yeah, but I, I just hear that that's that that's as general as I want to go with the spoiler, or as specific huh. as I want to go. <laughs> Interesting. I hadn't heard that, but it's possible. Yeah. So people say three. So. Okay. Well, that that answered my question though. That's not the reason people have trouble going back to it because no one played three apparently. So. <laughs> oh, three was actually <laughs> fine. Three was what? what? Three was kind of hard to find. Oh, was it? Okay. It's like, it, 
So, uh, yeah, this is another one, though. This is in that Final Fantasy IV category. This is Star Ocean 2. Like, this is one of those big PlayStation fr- the games. This was, like, one of the ones on the top list. People always say Star Ocean 2, Star Ocean 2. And did anyone go and play it on the PSP and care about it? Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, well, he plays everything. <laughs> <laughs> what about yeah, uh, we got some ports from the playstation 2 and stuff all right no one care all right so i i thought psn uh, psp was bigger this year but i guess not i think the problem with the psp is like a study in dichotomies you either got games that were really good or that were really meh yeah, well, all right let's take a look over the ds then um we had Holy crap. I'm not reading all yeah. this. We're not yeah, reading no. all of those. The, 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 like, the system that had the most games by far this year was the DS. Um, I think it had like twice as many games as any other system. All right, so we, we, had a, we had another a Pokemon, but it was a repeat Pokemon. Was that mm-hmm. a big deal? Uh, it sold really Platinum? well. Yeah. Platinum did very well. well. Mm-hmm. But really, it's the same damn game until you get to the very end. You get an extra dungeon, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the Battle Frontier, which is included in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, so there's like no reason to buy Platinum. Oh, really? Yeah. Th- that whole 3D dungeon thing is in the next oh, one? Oh, that's it. So I guess the only thing that Platinum really has is the 3D dungeon. Yeah. I think something that you've seen on the, the DS and the PSP um, is a sort of a, a small revitalization of old school gaming with games like the Dark Spire, Etrian Odyssey, and Class of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was even a new Suica then this year. On DS. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Tear So, does anyone have like a favorite DS RPG of the year? I would say, I would say my my favorite's been um, Clash. Uh, still, might Magic Clash of Heroes. Um, just having a, I'm almost done with it, but Ab- just having everyone's a real ball twittering with that. about that one. That seems to have stolen the show for the DS at the was end of the year. Nights in the Nightmare this year. Or yes, last it was. Year? It was this year. Yeah, that was my second place, Nights in the Nightmare. I really like both games. Both of them have such original mechanics. That's what I like about the DS is that publishers or developers or whatever, they're just not af- they're not as afraid to take risks since the development costs aren't so high. So uh, the result of that is that you get some nice original things uh, on those platforms. And both games had some very uh, original mechanics that when you read them on paper, or I, I know I was kind of keeping an eye on my magic and I – I really wasn't getting my hopes up on that one, uh, even though I'm a huge fan of the Heroes of Might and Magic series and whatnot. But it just seemed to me that they might be messing up with the formula in a way that wouldn't work. But once it came out and I got my hands on it, it was very hard to put down. And it's not because I'm a fan of the Heroes of Might and Magic. It's just because the gameplay is so solid. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was one of those games that I'd heard about it and was sort of interested in it. And as soon as I read Nix's review, I was like, sold. Hmm. <laughs> I read the no, review and, and ordered it that day. It was one of my Christmas presents. To yourself. You know, I re- yeah, I can't. Saves the end of the step. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Kingdom Hearts game on, on DS. Did anyone care about that? I got it for Christmas. <laughs> it's still sitting in its wrap. Wow. Okay. Devil Survivor, I was really impressed with the quality of that. I didn't play very much of it, but it just had... It just. My problem with Devil Survivor is it has now crashed almost an equal number of times as Black Sigil. I don't know what the hell is up with that. Yeah, we had the we had the failed Chrono Trigger like game Black Sigil that just didn't do anywhere like people wanted it to. Um, hmm. There, yeah. Well, I mean, for trying to be Chrono Trigger, they could have not made it turn based and not made it clunky. But, oh, okay. Yeah. So people just like the screenshots then. 
Um, it's interesting. Well, yeah. Oh, you, you know what else came out that I thought people really loved? Wasn't there a new Mario game on the DS? Oh, yeah. yeah Mario and Luigi. Story. And it's, if you played Mario and Luigi before? Um, yeah. On the Game yeah. Boy Advance? Played it. Oh, really? You played it. Yeah. It's That's not, the part I hate. It's like everything that I learned from the last time I played Mario and Luigi is exactly the same. It's like... Even the fact that the boss battles take 35 minutes, they didn't change that. It still takes 35 minutes. Still takes 35 minutes. Okay. Does uh do we still count Zelda or no? Um yeah yeah. Because uh, Spirit Tracks is uh well, pretty next pretty year. Good. Oh, that's oh it year? just came out. Oh, okay. it came out. It it just came out. I haven't. It heard like much. snuck in at the last second. I haven't heard much about it at all. Um. um someone well, it's here. better than the the last DS. Which was a what? Uh, what was it called? Uh, I don't know. Temple of Times. Boring draw on the screen game. I don't remember. Um, well, it's much better than that. Final Hourglass. There you go. Now, now that everybody has said it once. What? Yes. Yeah, at the same they time. They don't listen. <laughs> well, no, you all talked over each other, so I couldn't hear it. We'll I heard. Final Hourglass. Pull the starboard. All right, so. Great. So it's better, but you know, is this is this like the Zelda experience people want, or is this just more better. the same? Was it just it. more the same? The demos uh, I played just made me go, I don't want this. Well, you liked Phantom Hourglass, didn't you? No. Oh. Not in the end. I mean, it was an okay game, but it definitely was nowhere near a good Zelda game. Mm, that's too bad. So the fact that I was like, oh, look, I kind of played this before, and I have the same puzzles with the same so, style, the same stupid elements. I don't want to do this. I have to ask the question now that we've gone through the systems out of 2009. What was the system for RPG players? Um, we forgot a system. Oh, what did we forget? The PC? The PC. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it was the PC. Well, what were the PC exclusives? Here's, here's a question that I put Aeons? in front of the panel. Yeah. yeah, here's a question I put in front of the panel. Here's, here's a list of games and whatnot. And, and one, one argument that goes back and forth every single year is whether or not PC RPGs is dying. So we have no. Avion. No, whether or not the PC market is dying. Yeah. Yeah. Or single, the, yeah. The, the PC single player Did you just say game. Avion? Whatever. Whatever. Aeon. Yeah. Aeon. Keep going. Yeah. Borderlands, D8, Dragon Age Origins, Drake and Sang, Fairy Tales, Gyromancer, King's Bounty, Armored Princess, League of Legends, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, Overlord 2, Risen, The Last Remnant, and Torchlight. Yeah, and most of those were not exclusive, actually. Well, uh, you can say that about any platform, though. I mean, how many exclusive PS3 RPGs were there? Or Xbox. On the Xbox, there were two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dragon Age Origins is primarily a PC game that was ported, in a manner of speaking. I, I would mean, say oh, Dragon Age Origins oh, oh. is a PC game. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely is a PC game that was ported, but... I mean, Bioware is like, if you're buying the console, you're just going to miss out. So, yeah. Border, Borderlands is arguably a better experience on the P because it's easier to aim with the mouse. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. On the P? On the PC. Okay. You said on the P. And I'm like, we, we are not making a gangster abbreviation for PC, are we? Dude, I'm playing on the P. Word. No. It's just kind of slurred together. It's, uh, Anywho. It's scary. <laughs> so, you know. Borderlands is arguably a better experience because of the aiming and the and the and um, uh, more smooth experience on the PC. So, I mean, the whole cross—I I have to say—the whole oh, it doesn't have exclusives. I don't know if that really holds water because you could say that just about anything except for maybe the handheld. I guess what matters is where did you have the best experience? 
Torchlight was pretty good. And yeah, Dragon Age Origin. Yeah, and often, I think a lot of times the best experience was on PC for RP gamers this year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely enjoy Dragon Age Origins and on the PC and Torchlight. Those hmm. were pretty good. Yeah, uh, there, there are definitely some good things on the PC. Uh, nothing to really make me think it's dying. No? Okay. Yeah. Paul Theron <laughs> Anna, is wrong. And, and, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, he is. Anna and, and Michael just are so quiet when it comes to PC gaming. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because Michael, Mike, it, all Michael because does is I've PC gaming. Like, um, uh, RPGs. I think I played like five this year, and all of them for dis- were disappointing. Like, um, wow. No, what I mean, <laughs> I would like. I liked Torchlight, but I'm apparently like the only one that liked it that much. No, I think uh, we all like Torchlight. I think I liked you're it. the only one who gave I liked it a, it a five. Lot. Apparently, no one liked it as much as I did. Oh well, yeah, you gave it. A um, that's okay, but none of us are giving it twos and threes. So yeah, so be careful there. Don't 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 think you're so far off on that. Yeah, Armored Princess, which mm-hmm. was meh. Star which was meh. Mm-hmm. And I played the Monkey Island games, but they're not RPGs. I played the Sam and Max games, but they're not RPGs. Um, I have to go back and look at my 2009 completed games. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, just I feel like all of the RPC RPGs I played this year were really kind of meh. And I played Avion, right? And that's really good, but it's only going to appeal to like old school RPGers. If you like walk into the game after having played Final Fantasy VII as your first game, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't Avion yeah. just kind of another Baldur's Gate clone by fans only? No. Oh. No, it's like a traditional turn-based RPG. Oh, okay. Where was this one? I don't even know. All right. Avion. Avion. Where do you get Oh, and I finished King's Bounty the Legend, which was good, but it was... I was excited for Armored Princess. Yeah. Was was King's Bounty the Legend... Um, as unbalanced as Armor Princess? No. Is it is it beatable without cheating? Yes. Hesitation. Hesitation, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm confused by the question because I don't even think there are cheat codes for the legend. Oh, I, I didn't, I, you know, I don't even know. I, just, I thought it was always funny how Armored Princess had the cheat codes right on the homepage, but I don't know about the, the legend if it has no, cheat codes No, the legend doesn't, and I I did not even fathom the idea of using cheat codes in the legend. The All legend right, was so fine. I need to, not to cut you off there, but um, <laughs> we're getting a bit in minutia there. That's fine. What is, um, what is our pick of the platform for RP Gamers this year? DS. DS. I should go with DS. Just it doesn't. It doesn't just have quantity, but there's a number of good quality. It seems you know, like it, there were two quality games though that we really liked on that. Um, Maybe yeah, I mean, I, those are just the two games we played the most. But I, I mean, finished gosh. like eight p. I finished like eight games on the DS, and I yeah. started at least that many more this year. Okay. So I really played good. the living crap out of my. In fact, if I look at my completed games. Mm-hmm. I do not have a single console game that I beat this year. 
Yeah, I would have to. My completed games are PC, DS, PSP, and one Xbox Live Arcade game, which I had one stage to finish this year. Yeah, I, I kind of echo that sentiment there. I've spent, uh, I've, I've gotten further uh, and beaten more DS games than any other platform this year. I mean, there. I mean, you had a new Fire Emblem. If you're into the Fire Emblem series, that was good. Knights and the Nightmare was very original. With the Clash of Might Magic Clash of Heroes, of course, being a standout. Um, it was the year that I did go ahead and cave in and pick up Pokemon with the with the Platinum release. So I was one of those people who got that and, and started playing through it. Um, Devil Survivor was good. Yeah. Shit, super uh, Robot Tensei Sega Endless Frontier was really funny and uh, whatnot. And so, I mean, yeah, that definitely had the lion's share of my time there. Hmm. All right. So DS wins then. All right, so looking forward, what have we got coming? Well, not just what we have coming out, but... You know, looking at the platforms, we got the PS3. Is there anything we care about coming out on PS3 next year? I think, <laughs> I think of one game, and that's Dot Game Heroes. Two. Okay. Three. Three. Three games. Oh, what, is, what do you got for me, Michael? Final Fantasy thirteen, Dot mm-hmm. Game Heroes, and fourteen is also rumored to come out on PS3. Okay, well, not looking at cross-platform, really. Yeah, because of three. Especially in, in 14's case, since we're going to play that on PC anyway. So. Yeah, well, but still, thirteen is the it's the PS3 with the 360 port. So if you want to call Dragon Age a PC game, then thirteen is a PS3 game. I say Yakuza three. Mm-hmm. And, Yakuza uh, three, okay. Yeah. Oh, and what, for some people, White Knight Chronicles. Oh yeah, there is White Knight Chronicles still. Is that so, gonna get, so that's going to get good now somehow, right? Well, we're getting basically the international version of that game, right? With all the they keep, enhancements. They keep patching it with more stuff, so, so maybe. maybe. All right, all right. I'm I'm interested then. Let's let's do this. It's like they release it in Japan and then they keep patching it, and we're going to finally get what yeah. they finally. It is not the same game patch. that first came out. Okay, great. So those are, those those are the games we get on PS3. What do we got coming out on 360 that we're excited about? Mm. <laughs> oh, I heard Mass Effect Two, of course. Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two, Two there is a we PC go. game. No, that. But again, if we can count, if we can count Final Fantasy fourteen, we should be counting Mass Effect Two. Right, just to be fair, Mike. Oh, well, uh, no, Resident of Fate. And so we should be counting so Final Fantasy. Everybody was saying 13. that Mass Effect was easier to play on the PC. So doesn't that make it more of a PC game? And so will Final Fantasy is fourteen. Edge of Twilight coming out this year finally. Edge of Twilight. I don't know what that is. Um, it's like a smaller develop. Uh, it's it's being put out by a smaller developer. First heard about it in two thousand and seven because I was home team free. Again, three give me year. give me a distinguishing detail, like not the stuff. Um, it's an old school RPG. <laughs> What's it called? Edge of Twilight. Edge of Twilight. Um, I'm seeing screenshots, and it's got a website, edgeoftwilight.com. Yeah. Fuzzy Eyes Studio. PS3, um, not rated yet, no release dates, Steampunk I'm seeing. In theory, it's supposed to be out this year. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I haven't heard anything. All right, yeah, so, no one's heard anything about it. <laughs> right. So uh, also on, on Xbox, we've got also the Final Fantasy 13. So let's, let's address this Final Fantasy 13 issue. Which system is it going to do better on? PS3. 360. PS3. Are you talking well, selling wait, or, or playing? Japan I'm talking or in North sales. America? I'm talking sales. 360. Yeah. 
In here, it's going to sell better on the 360. Well, yeah. Well, it only comes out here on the 360. But I don't think by much, though. What do you mean? Yeah, if you have both, you're probably going to get the PS3 version. So what you're saying, Michael, is it's going to do slightly better on the PS3 in Japan due to the lack of a Xbox 360 Being the lack of a 360 (laughs) release? Yeah, I'm sorry. I might just have to go that way. I got that now. All right. So yeah, so I, I think we're okay. Good. I'm glad we're all in agreement on that because it's going to be sad, but it's it's going to be true. <laughs> so, what is um? Oh, sorry. Edge of Twilight's website just started playing ambient m- music in my ears. I can't hear anything. All right. So what is uh what is the big deal for for 360? Then why why is there nothing else that's interesting on here? Residence of Fate, right? Residence of Fate. Well, Fable I'm interested 3. in Residence of Fate, but I don't know how many other people are. It's, like it's also interest versus a lot like of blockbuster. It's like it's hard to look past three, thirteen at this point. Yeah, and I mean it. <laughs> sorry. So are we at I the point waiting to finalize release dates on a lot of three sixty stuff? All right. Well, Alpha Protocol, but that's been yeah. delayed so much. I think people are starting not to care about it. Fable um, three, maybe right? Yeah, Divinity two. I think that already leaked out, right? Well, so, Fable, I think yeah, because Fable three has to come out with Natal, right? Um, who knows? That that's not really. F- we haven't seen a single screen. I think it's too early to make a call on that. Okay. We got a new Fallout game supposedly coming. Oh, it's Fallout that's Vegas cross platform. Um, near. Near. That's a good one. Near. 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 Near U.S. version, I guess. <laughs> Since apparently we can only handle um the older character here. We're just not cool enough for the young punk. Uh, anybody interested in Nier? We think it's going to no. do anything at all? Is it just going to fail because it's an action game from Square Enix that we probably shouldn't even be call- covering? Probably. There's two versions, right? Nier Gestalt and Nier yeah, Replica? But, yeah, but they're only releasing one in the U.S. They're basically ah, the same yeah. game with a different main character, like really just kind of dropped in. So um, in Japan, because they re- respond to that by Shonen main character more, they're going to have him over there as well. Where here, we're just getting the older guy who's more of an action hero. Um, all right, so Mass Effect 2 is really it then, huh? I'm looking As far this. as, like, really confirmed, yeah. Well, no, as far as, like, things really ca- people care, care about. What about Risen? What is Risen about? Risen's oh, isn't that already out? That came out a while ago, it, right? Oh, it's on the 2010 list, so I don't know. It might be coming out on another... I think it's coming out on the Xbox or something. Yeah, I'm talking about 360. Oh, yeah. here we go, Two Worlds 2. This is what we're waiting for. Yeah, because the first one is right. Really, I guess it really does seem like we got Yakuza three on the PS3. We got um, the other stuff we talked about in the PS3. Star Ocean: The Last Hope International. We're getting that over here, huh? Um, Record of Agarest War. That's the sausage eating game that Michael's excited about. I'm sure. Uh, right. No. <laughs> that's no. a game that just looks disgusting at this point, doesn't it? That's that yeah, porn-like it's, game. It's too far, like Muramasa. Yeah, Last Rebellion. Well, no, Muramasa's marketing was too far. The game isn't that far. Yes, their marketing is too far, yeah. and this marketing is also too far. Yeah. Um, Last Rebellion. What about Last Rebellion? That's on the PS3. That's on their NIS. Is that a big R- deal? R- coming we up just here. heard about it. We, I don't really know anything. Okay, but uh, the reason I'm going back through PS3 games, because it really seems like in comparison to the 360, the PS3 is the system to have for an RPG player. Like, Probably. by yeah. far. Okay. So what do we got I, for the what do we got for the PC then? Arcania, well, Gothic Tale, Mass Effect Two again. Mass Effect Two, Edge of Twilight, also listed for that. Um, Final Trek Fantasy Online. fourteen. Um, Star Trek Online. Star Trek Online. 
Uh, oh, Kot- uh, Knights of the Old Republic, right? Kotor, yeah, the Kotor MMO. Um, isn't it just the Old Republic? Oh yeah, you're right, the Old Republic. Um, oh, a uh, new Puzzle Quest type game, Puzzle Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Yeah, that should be like the PC game of all PC games, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> Sales wise, at least. <laughs> See if I can get Michael to log into that. Um, gosh, we completely remade the game. Still sleeping. Doesn't care. All right. <laughs> you haven't woke me up yet. Keep trying. Wow. What, what do I need to do? They added a cat yeah. girl race. That would work. That would work, would it? <laughs> I almost played Perfect World for cat girl races, but even that was too bad. We tried it. Oh, it was so No, bad. we tried Jade Empire. Or Jade, no, I tried, Jade I tried Empire. Jade Perfect Dynasty. Sorry. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, that's why I thought I might work Well, Jade with Dynasty. the exception of the MMO market, which obviously if World of Warcraft Cataclysm comes out this year, that's huge. Um, really, the it seems like out of the out of the HD consoles and options, it's it's the PS3. So what have we got on the handheld side of things? Um, a guess, lot of good stuff. So for PSP, I guess I'll start. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 2. Uh, what else we got? Uh, P3 Portable. Persona 3 Portable. Is that That's officially announced, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Good. And what else? Fantasy Star Portable 2. Fantasy Star Portable I, 2. I don't think it's officially announced per se. It's more of it, a... It's Rom impending. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. would tell us as soon as he had a date. Yeah, so it's it's going to come. We just have no idea when. All right. Lunar uh, is coming out on the PSP. Mimana ER Chronicles. I don't know what that is. And what else? Oh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep. Thank you. Yes. All right. So that's our, that's our PSP lineup. And that's going up against a DS lineup of titles like, what, Dragon Quest Nine, right? Yeah. Which is going to destroy the world. Um, Blue Dragon, another one. I hear. Dragon Quest Six, Strange Journey. I mean, Dragon Quest Nine will destroy the Japanese. Oh, yeah, the Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey. Uh, Glory Heracles. Infinite Space, that's the spaceship one from Sega, which I had an interview. I didn't get to ever around to posting. But if you like spaceships, they've got, like, lots of them in Infinite Space. And oh, uh, and the one game that's going to be... The, like the best one of the best selling games of the year, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Pokemon Heart Gold, so that will be the best selling game of the year. <laughs> it's a Pokemon huh. game; it's like guaranteed. Pokemon. And then you could play your Ragnarok DS. Michael's set; he's getting a Dragon Quest and a Pokemon game on DS this year. He, that's he's happy, done. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> he's got nothing else. <laughs> Sansa Destruction, Jim and Final Fantasy Thirteen, Spectral like, oh Force God. Genesis. What is that? Um... Another Spectral Force game? Oh. oh, Just with those two titles, it's obvious that the DS is going to outdo PSP. But, you know, it's nice to have um, the new Valkyrie Chronicles coming and the Shimigami, or not the Shimigami, but... Um, yeah, honestly, there's some great else. games on it. I mean, there's more great RPGs, I think, next but year I, I, than there were this but year, But what right? I'm seeing is it looks like the DS is going to dominate again. Oh, yeah. You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, unfortunate. But only... Yes. I, I, Why I, is that only unfortunate? Because like, I want to see good... Because I want I want good TV games. Def RPGs. Yeah. That's why. I don't know. Um, there will be a couple. It, it's funny because we we say DS was the platform of the of the RPGs. I don't think the DS was in my top three for game of the year. It was for me. What were your top three, Mike? I need to check that now. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me fire that puppy up. Better not include yeah. AM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it did, but I'm going to so laugh much. if it did. Well, that was the thing, because we, oh, we just voted by numbers. We didn't actually pick, did oh, we? Oh, okay. 
No, never mind then. And Aeon got a decent score from me, so. Where is Office? Office, Office, Office. Office. Yep. Okay, well, I'm not going to wait for this. <laughs> Where is well, Office? Well, <laughs> it's, it's hard to find it. And so so that's dark. what we've got. That's what we got coming up this year for games. Do we have any predictions about what else is going to change this year? I mean, is this the year of flying cars? Let's start with that one. Flying cars this year, yes or no? Um, only in Japan. Only in Japan. Um, and yeah. the, the, yeah, and they won't want to bring it out in the U.S. Um, just no, no one's going to want to publish it. Yeah, that's that's how it goes for us, isn't it? Um, is this is this a year of Square Enix turning into holy crap? They're like EA now. Uh, yeah. Maybe next the, year. E, e, Square Enix is trying to be this gigantic publisher and growing more and more every year. One is the year that they really take it to the point that they really settle into that mainstream market and not just a role-playing game publisher. The, it's it's one they can finally really, really appeal to Western gamers and really make these Western-type games. I'm asking, not just do you like, guys think that's going to be this year or not? Uh, not, not really. Quite. I was they, wrong. The problem is, is that they have, they're always, I think, or at least for a long time, going to be labeled as the RPG company, no matter how many war games and shooters and strategy. I mean, but they're not making those games, games either. Yeah, yeah oh, From Mission, the new From Mission, but even that's like from RPG roots. Well, they're, maybe they can throw out a good Tomb Raider or something, right? Yeah, I mean, they came out with, I remember they came out with original War, the real-time strategy the game, and I'm generally a, a, a big fan of real-time strategy games, Um I've almost got more of those than I do RPGs. Um, but, yeah, just slapping the Squaresoft name on it didn't make me want to rush out and buy it. I waited, read the reviews, and there wasn't nothing really great about it, so I didn't pick it up. Well, in this point, they're not just publishing. They're buying companies that are making these. Well, that's what the big publishers do. They absorb, and then they start um, having all these but internal Michael teams. Was like, but they're not making these. And it's sort of like... Well, they're working on it. They're trying well, to. Everything they've released so far, they haven't actually made. It's just been we have publishing they just deals. Buy the studios who make them. They didn't buy the studio. Eidos. Most of them are just third party. Yeah, Idos is the first one they bought. And they they, they released they've stuff. They've bought a few, you know. They bought, what else? Um, some of the war games that they were showing in E3 this year, they've now bought their company. You should have heard um, oh, the I, discussion because apparently Warner Brothers was trying to buy Idos, and they're like, we had to compete with Square Enix. We had no idea what to do. <laughs> what do you mean, what to do? Offer more money. Yeah, but it wasn't like they could negotiate. Well, how would you negotiate with them? You're competing against them. Well, no, because sometimes you can talk about, well, maybe we can split it. Maybe we can do this. Uh, but okay. it was like, no, nope, it's Square Enix. We're gonna, they're going to buy it all. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of a square thing, isn't it? Yeah. No, this is what we're doing. Well, can we know? I'm not talking to you about it. This is what we're doing. <laughs> well, right. And plus, they, they speak another language. So, you yeah. know, they weren't even sure how to approach them. Well, you get somebody who speaks Japanese and talk to yeah, them. Yeah, again. <laughs> because, you know, we're smart. big on Japanese. What, what Manny? What's up? What's up? Oh, I just remembered. Uh, before we move too far away from the software, do you think Nino Kuni will finally be announced for 2010? I would love for it to be, but I don't expect it to be. So, no good chance we're going to see it at all. I don't think we'll see it. So did oh. we all go through our votes already or not? Say what? Did we all go through our votes already for the best RPGs? No, we, we didn't go through it because some of us haven't voted. So, Well, you could do it quick. All right. But I was wrong. One of my 4.5s was a DS game. Hmm. Dragon Quest V. I have three point 4.5s. They are all DS games. Uh, they also picked up Tecmo and Eidos and Taito. I think wait, wait, wait. Three you have three 4.5s? So Torchlight was the 5 or what? 
<laughs> no, I didn't give anything a five. You gave Torchlight a five. Gave Torchlight a five. No. Yeah, you did. Not <laughs> okay, so it's gone down since then. You gave it a five, Anna. <laughs> wow. All right. Huh? You gave Torchlight no, a five. No, I'm talking about in my voting. So it's gone down. Why would it be different? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. What 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 kind of delusion? What is you doing? Anyway, she's pl- she's rigging the system. She is. <laughs> anyway, um, Dragon Quest Five is a four point five. All right. Magna Carta Two was a four point five. Yeah. And Aeon was a four point five. Oh, I hate you. All right. <laughs> Aeon is so not. A 4. Also, 5. I did not I get the review five out of five. Mm-hmm. Gave it a four and a half out of five. Which one? Torchlight. You gave it a five. You're like, you gave it five out of five. And you I'm gave like, it a five. five didn't you? No. Yeah. Sure. I bumped it did. down half a point before I published it. Oh, you showed it to us before you published. Oh, we're yes, missing. Yes, because I gave, it to, I gave it to you because you were interested. I gave it to Michael in the faint hope that he might proofread for me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> that worked out well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might prove for me. <laughs> all right, so so all right, um, so your pick, Michael, then is what was your top pick? They were all four point five. What was your equal. top pick? For what? What is your top pick for this year? Yeah. Ooh, it has to go between the the, the Magna Carta two and the Dragon. Or are you talking oh for two thousand ten? Two thousand nine. I'm going to go with Magna Carta 2. Magna Carta 2. All right, Anna, what's your top pick? Um, Knights of the Nightmare. Knights of the Nightmare. What do you got, Philip? Dragon Age Origins. Dragon Age Origins. Manny? As far as RPGs go, I'd have to say Dragon Age. And so would I. <laughs> I think of Dragon Age a 4.5. Mm-hmm. I just haven't finished it. Okay. I know it's going to be good. You know, I'm, you know, it's really funny, though, that we're bringing up these uh, our number one list. I, um. There was a lot of talk among the staff when we finally saw the list of all the RPGs that came out in 2009. And most of us, how many we felt we like... Bought? <laughs> how many we actually played, let alone bought. Oh, no. Um, there were 100 games that came out this year. I think I played between 30 and 40 of them. Wow. I played maybe like five. <laughs> wow, I played- really? I mean, I played like at least 20. Uh, RPGs, I... Five. Off the list, yeah. I'm just going through how many I actually got to fill in something for, you know, how much we played. And at least 20. All right. So um, I, I don't know. Is there anything else for us to predict for next year? Because I don't know what we're going to say. I mean, the, 13, the game of the year is probably going to be, fun. Fun, you know, Dragon Quest Nine and best-selling game. Well, well, 2010 with the release of Final Fantasy 13 and oh, possibly Final Fantasy 14. 13. Yeah, probably. Not. Yeah. yeah. Will it be the year of the RPG? Is, oh, like in general? Yeah. Well, what are will we competing be, against? Will this be will this be like a like fi- Final Fantasy VII? Will this be the year of oh, the RPG? No, absolutely everyone, not. No way. Yeah. No, not not a, <laughs> not a chance. People are are done with that. They got tired of it because the genre hasn't. Unless thirteen is some sort of gigantic revolution in the genre, I don't think people are ready for are going to lift up another Final Fantasy game to that level. There has to be something big, something changing. You know, will there be another game changer? No, not I think in 13. It's 13. Not from what I've played of it. I mean, what I about like the other what games? I've seen, but 
you know. But you know what? Interesting thing, Phil. I do think it's going to be a better year for RPGs than 2009 was. Mm. Why? Well, a lot more high. Pro- I could I can only think of maybe two or three high profile RPGs that came out this year. And yeah, next I, don't year, I don't care about the high profile. I think well, this I was, was a good year about- for the PC RPG game, RPG player, but next year might have better console options. Well, even the smaller games, like uh, even like lesser known or like games that won't very, that won't succeed, I'm really excited for. Like uh, lots of DS games are gonna be are gonna be great. Uh, Yakuza Three, I know that's not gonna sell millions, but I'm gonna be really happy with it. Uh, yeah, even Fantasy Star Portable Two. I mean, full online play on the PSP anywhere you go. That sounds great. Or stupid Fantasy Star crap. <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking, like, there's a lot more, there are a lot more DS RPGs and PSP RPGs and console RPGs that I'm going to be buying this year than I bought last year. I don't know. I bought so many last year. I don't know if I want to go and do I mean, I'm going to be buying, like, four, like five or six within the next three months alone. Of handhelds? I mean, in general, RPGs in general. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. But that's Mass Effect Christmas 2 is coming. Yeah, that's Christmas true. That's well. That's why I'm gonna get Mass Effect right away. Then Strange Journey, then Yakuza, and then there's Final Fantasy 13, and then what else is coming out after that on the DS? Then oh, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Then soon after that, it's gonna be uh, Okami. Then whenever that comes out. Yeah, well, if it comes out here, yeah, but it's just a Kuro Wars, and uh... I just, I mean, in the first three months of this year alone, I'm gonna be broke with RPGs. Well, yeah, that's kind of our point we're making with the list was look at all the stuff that's coming that we already know that's coming in like the first six months of the year. Wait till E3. I bet there's going to be even double that announced. Oh, God. That's going to hurt. Are, RP ga- are, are RPGs getting a larger share, a market share versus other genres? No. 2010? Oh, and maybe in 2010, but in general, they're not. They've always been between like the. I swear, last I saw it was like ten and. 20 yeah, it's funny because I don't see. Usually, it's like the year of the shooter every year, right? But there's I don't can't think of too many big shooters coming out next year, or too many big action games other than God of War. It really does seem like all the big games that people are paying attention to are RPGs. What about Brink? What is that? I don't even know what kind of game that is. All right, so the game you're thinking of, Brink, is coming out, being published by Bethesda. It's a shooter that's supposed to like change the rules and stuff. But I saw it. Honestly, I don't know what the hype's about. I went. To I don't like know. The... It's all I've seen so far, and the three times I've seen it, is the character creator. Yeah, it's got a big character creator. It's some different physics stuff, whatever. And it's a third-person shooter. You run around killing stuff for cash. Big deal. Um, what? What the? You know, the the big one would be Reach, because oh, it's yeah. a new Halo title. But who knows? What uh, about um, Fallout New Vegas? That's Obsidian doing it, not Bethesda, right? Mm-hmm. Does anyone think that's going to turn out? Well, they haven't even released Alpha Protocol, so... Yeah, can they finish one game before starting the next one? So I don't really know. Yeah, it's it's iffy. We don't know. They're being, you know, slow. Yeah, until I, I want to see some of their work to know if it's still high quality. Um, who made, like, the Neverwinter expansions that are awesome? Like, the last one that just came out, right? That was supposed to be really good, wasn't it? Neverwinter 2? Yeah, the, uh, which one? I mean, Obsidian made some of them. Okay, well, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. But okay, I haven't played those either, so it doesn't matter. So we're useless when it comes to this. As far as the year of RPG overall, I, I'm not seeing anything that's really going to elevate our genre here. Are you guys? 13. Well, I don't know about elevated, but certainly satiated. Yeah, I think RP gamers will be very happy with the with the year, but I don't think it's our year to like come out of the woodwork. 
There's just too many. Uh, you know, if anything, the indie title is going to become more and more prevalent this year. I think. You know, it's going to be more about these different gameplay experiences entirely that are, you know, not the things people are tired of. You know, you know I hope we see more of in 2010 are more uh, flash games like uh, Dragon Age Journeys. Yeah, I, you know, that'd be cool. Um, but it's got to be something other than Flash, doesn't it? Are we going to see the death of? Well, probably not this HTML5. year. HTML5. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm just thinking, who's doing that? Nobody. Someone's got to be a pioneer there before we have a year of it. What about iPhone RPGs? What do you predict for iPhone RPGs? You know, I buy all these iPhone RPGs, but I never play them. So I've got all, the, you know, I've, I've got tons of them. It's so, it's so true. I find myself in the same habit. I'd be like, it's a dollar. Of course I'll buy it. And then it just sits there. It's like, this one's supposed to be even better than the last one I bought and didn't play. So it's like, great. I've got D Chronicles on here. I've got Elven Chronicles. Lots of Chronicles. I've got Dragon Something RPG. Um, I got Inotia. I know Inotia 2 just came out. Um, don't buy the Square Enix iPhone games is what I found. <laughs> like I got that Hills and River Remains thing and it's like, really? Um, there's a lot better iPhone games than that. You know, I think it's going to be really interesting is that uh, in a lot of ways it's going to be DLC is going to be the big winner this year because Mass Effect and Dragon Age won't, aren't going to end anytime soon. They're just going to keep them just like Fallout 3. We're going to keep on playing those games again and again and again. Every three months, there'll be something new for us to sink our teeth into. Eh. Huh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but how much before you kind of like, well, you know, this is, feels the just like add-on. The problem with doing that with an RPG is that RPGs traditionally, like the single-player ones that we usually play, are structured on a strong single-player campaign, and it's hard to just tack something onto that. Oh, Fallout did a great job with it, though. Mm-hmm. Was its campaign all that strong to begin with? Well, uh, it's, it's okay. a single-player thing, but it's it was also a sandbox, and in Dragon Age, maybe like you can go to different areas, but inside, it's not like, well, you do whatever you want. There's specific things you're supposed to do, and... To expand on that, you literally either have to continue the story or just pretend that this part of the story, you know, happened this way instead. I don't know if you well, can Dragon, just pull that up. Well, what Dragon they basically is a- do is they build a new five-hour RPG, like the Brotherhood of Steel thing, right? Mm-hmm. And Dragon Age's uh, uh, ending was pretty open-ended, so I can see how yeah. it would have a lot of room hmm. to just sort of what his what your next adventure is. Well, yeah, because they're turning it into a new IP. And even Mass Effect, I mean, that's going to... What do they say that the, you're gonna have really large episodes like throughout 2010 and 2011? Well, they have a whole game. <laughs> Just seems like well, we're making the game short, so we can have big episodes that you can buy. So you think we're gonna get shortchanged and a lot of RPGs this year in favor of DLC? I'm still waiting for a sequel to that freaking Prince of Persia game, and I'm not getting that. I don't like my RPGs next year. doing that. No, it's not. Uh, the next year is going back to the original Prince from the first games. What? Yep. Boo! Yeah. So I don't like this open-ended RPG ending st- idea. I don't think that's a good... I think Dragon Age should have been a complete story. You know, yeah, I, I don't want to see this. This is... Uh, don't don't give me trilogy movie style stuff, because in the game development business, it's just not a sure thing that you're going to ever come back to it. Well, at least we know the trilogy of Mass Effect will actually be completed. Why? Um, they pretty much have to at this point. Why? Um, the honest answer is because they've lost so much money on Mass Effect 2, they have to release 3 to make this series you a they success. they spent so much money on Mass Effect 2? They, yeah, they've spent way too much money So on then it. we're not going to see a lot of innovations and changes in 3 because they won't have the budget for it? Um, well, EA has changed the budget significantly. What but there was a lot of things that they did in 2 yeah. that 
never will make it to, to actual screenplay. What does that mean? Um, how do I explain without saying things I'm not supposed to say? You know how they try to all make the embargoes were done on two, but all right. Well, I don't know how much I talked with someone who worked with Bioware. Okay. And apparently they completely redesigned the engine for two mm-hmm. because they tried to make their own engine for one mm-hmm. and then undid everything they did to try to use a different engine for two. Oh, great. Because of all the, you know, the graphical weird things and things like that. What they basically gave up on making their own engine went back, but they've lost all the money making their own engine and then undoing the work and did on that to make it work with the other engine. Uh, so it's okay. things that don't really affect. You won't see it, but they've spent millions on mm-hmm. just development time and all this nonsense. So, uh, yeah, they, they've lost so I don't, much. You know, two. what's more telling than anything else you just said is that EA is screwing with their budgets. I mean, that's, that's the well, first EA big sign to. I've heard that EA is affecting BioWare's development to that degree. Cause, you Did know, we miss the part where EA and Mythic were merging? What does that have to do with BioWare? Or not Bioware and Mythic are merging. Well, who's left to merge into Bioware? There's still significant people. There's got to be like five people that didn't leave the company at this point that matter. They, oh, okay, that matter. Well, well matter is, a, is an opinion, but... I, I don't like to see the idea... You know, We were scared about this with when EA bicked up Bioware, so it's interesting to hear that. Why did Bioware sell to EA? They sold? They were out of money. Mm-hmm. The whole reason that thing exists is because they're out of money. Well, maybe they shouldn't make f- take four hour four years to release a PC RPG. Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they shouldn't design their own engines. These are things that EA have stepped in and said, this is a bad idea, don't do it again. Hmm. It's just sad to hear that about Bioware, of all people. Yeah, well, they thought they were better at something than they were, I guess. Well, they were able to do it before. I'm wondering what happened now. All right. uh, the, yeah, I mean, the Mass Effect 2 almost killed Bioware. It was like the Spirits Within for Square Enix, it just, or for Square. It was like uh, they wasted so much money making it, there's no way it can be profitable. So the only way to, to stay alive is to sell your soul. Pretty much. That sucks. Just like Square did. It's a good thing uh, EA's turned into a better company than it used to be. Let's hope it stays that way. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Why? Um, because I have no proof that they are better than they used to be. Maybe as a publisher they are, but as a company, I'm not going to say anything. I don't know. I mean, Jeff they Green's still had all those. They, they seem to be doing those, things uh, better, better things than they used to. I don't know. Well, they used to have lawsuits every month from their employees, so that's not so happening now. Do, right? Yeah, you have to do better <laughs> than that. Is that is that really improvement, or is that finally being a? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Good question. All right. So what do we got here? We've got. I don't even know how we got onto this. I don't know. <laughs> right. Onto Are, what? I'm lost. <laughs> we were we were talking about Mass Effect 2 and why Bioware lost all its money and how EA ah. is helping and this stuff and I forget. And he how was we got worried that EA was touching their budgets and I'm like, well, if they didn't touch their budgets, they wouldn't be there. So. And then I was like, talking about how EA had improved as a company, in theory at least, and whatever. So what is uh, what does that leave us with? I don't know how we got onto that at all. What were we talking about? <laughs> we're I talking just about can't 2010. Remember. Yeah, I don't know. Where... <laughs> the year of the RPG. The year of the RPG. All right. Yeah. Okay. We. I don't think it's happening. So. All right. No. What is it the year of then? 
that is what we were trying to figure out? I don't think that's for it's us the, to the space MMO. The space no. MMO, yeah. <laughs> what are the two options for space MMOs next year? The two biggest ones, Star Trek and the Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, start. That is not a big MMO. The Star Trek and one is Jump not. And Evolution franchise. is also coming no. out. You guys are being swayed on Star Trek. You guys need to, to remember what's happened every time we see, Jump Gate. Really? <laughs> I just, I just, I just process that. No. Um, <laughs> Jump Gate. Yeah, totally. That's going to take them right. both down. You don't, don't be confused by the marketing rush leading up to the release of a Star Trek MMO, of, of an MMO, meaning it's going to stick around. Because really, I'm not seeing anything here. Has anyone seen anything here that tells you it's going to fare any better than Conan did, and then um, Warhammer did, than anything else did? <laughs> well, Star Trek fans are rabid, and they've been chomping at the bit for this. So, yeah, if any, is, yeah. Did that lead to a commercial success of the Bethesda game? The DAC? Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Well, that... Uh, I feel like awful. an MMO, I feel like a Star Trek fan's more the type to sit, stay online and play an MMO than in their mom's base. DAC, Star Trek DAC, or all right, buy the DS version of Tactical Assault. And the Star Wars fans are rabid too, right? So they're gonna, but yeah, they don't. Scouts, I don't think so that well. are the Star Wars fans MMO fans. Yeah, they, they probably are. Um, not all of them, but so I don't know, man. X Slash says Star Trek Beta has been so disappointing. I don't even log in anymore, and I love the franchise. Ouch. Yay. Hero says Star Trek fans are playing Eve, and while I have played some Eve, um, I don't think it's really... I don't know why they're playing Eve. It's not the Star Trek experience. (laughs) Is it an experience? I thought you just logged in to do something. Oh, sure it is. There's a a chat room that my corporation is in. I get to hear about exciting things they're doing with their expensive ships. I get to keep leveling my own stuff and mine. Uh, You know, you can do a a bit in Eve. Eve can be fun, but you need need some... (laughs) Some focus and some patience. <laughs> and a lot of time off, apparently. Well, no, because you can do a lot of leveling by not being online, right? That's what I meant. With your by skills. not logging in, you'll yeah. get farther. Oh, yeah, I'm getting Astro Geometrics right now up to level 5. It's awesome. Nice. <laughs> that is some good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah Best I don't MMO know. ever. I don't have to play it. I just have to log in and leave. Well, no, come on now. It's not Sword. Oh, I miss Sword. <laughs> Miss Sword in its heyday when it was awesome. All right. Well, we're talking about Sword. I think that means we're done. Uh, I want to thank yeah, everyone for talking, <laughs> talking t- about 2009 and 2010 with us. Thanks for sticking by with us. If you'd like to leave feedback on the podcast. Wait, wait, could... wait, wait. What? We're not doing picks of the week or anything? Do you have a pick? I, would, I wasn't really talking about Clash of Heroes. All right. Let's fun. do a pick. All right. Picks of the week. All right. Picks <laughs> or anti-picks of the week. Starting off with Anna Marie Neufeld. I'm going up. I'm going up. <laughs> we were skipping it this week. I have no. You have nothing. Um, that's a, that's okay. Well, no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. This is the game that I've been playing food. this week. No one else can play. Who cares? You can still talk a, about it. Tell us about it. Kung Fu. So that's how it's spelled too. Kung Fu. <laughs> Kung Fu with an exclamation mark. This is where the ramsters are. Yes, ramsters. So tell us about um, ramster or Kung Fu. Kung Fu! Um, it's made by Perfect World Entertainment. It's so actually developed played, by them or developed by another? Yes. Okay. It's, it's, their, it's the Perfect World engine that's been used in like all of their games. So if you've played Perfect, Perfect World, if you've played either Saga, if you've played Jade Empire, you have an idea of how this works. Jade, Jade um, Dynasty. Dynasty. Sorry, Jade Dynasty. <laughs> I suck at that. I know. Um, 
<coughs> what was I going to say? You run around and beat up stuff. You have abilities. The class names are hilarious. You start out as a hopper. When you hit level 10, you choose between a major and a slasher. M-A-G-E-R, and then from there, um, you can become a healer, and your healer can be like, your healer is called a, t- a heal bot, and your tank is called a meat shield, and uh, I'm deciding if I want to be a ninja or a samurai, because I decided to go the DPS route, and it's just, it's really fun, it's really kidsy looking. Oh, wait, 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 choice between heal bot and samurai. I mean, how can you not be a heel bot? That's just an awesome class name. <laughs> heel bot? Yes, that is no. actually the class name, heel bot. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's called a meat shield. That is actually the name of the class. Yeah, but I can't tank, so I've never picked um, it. And if I want to, what I can do is, uh, whether I'm a samurai or a ninja, um, if I get to level 30, I, just choose, I choose between samurai and ninja. Sorry. If I get to level... 60, I choose between Samurai and Ninja. And at that point, I may choose to ascend. And if I get to level 60 again, then I can become a con. Con! That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you guys are going to And, uh, yeah. It's, it's very grindy. Like, you kill a mob and you get 0.2% experience. It's like Perfect World all over it's, again. It's Perfect Yay! World. I mean, you know, it's a Korean RPG. There's no shocks here. The storyline quests are basically your entire level. So at 21, you do the storyline quest, and you get like 80 or 90% of your level. So you have to... Uh, you don't have to grind as much as you'd expect, at least in the starting levels. I had to grind at 21 because the quest level mobs were slightly higher than I was and then I realized that was stupid and I just picked up a random person and we dueled all the quest mobs and that was made my life easier so I think I'm a 25 slasher at this point it's really cutesy it does not take itself seriously at all the person you get um, all of your major quests from is called major quest yay (laughs) they are not this game is obvious yeah it's it's just the game is subtle like hammer so it's it's very goofy. It's hammer time. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna stick with it a ton because it's, you know, I I could be playing one of wow. my of the MMOs that all of my friends play. Friends we don't know. <laughs> you guys? <laughs> you don't play WoW. No, you, you play Ion. Back to Ion. That'd be good. <laughs> I want to do that dungeon thing you guys keep talking about. But yeah, we can't uh, do it with you. Is currently in closed beta and it's keyed only. So I, I actually did not use my my media contacts at all. I entered their Twitter contest and won. <laughs> the twelve people. Man, I entered like a million contests a week. I win nothing. <laughs> all right. So what do you have for pick of the week, Manny? My pick of the week is I beat a game. Whoa. What? Not just any game. Dragon Age Origins. What? Wow. We beat a long game. <laughs> Even oh, Chris can't do that. My final tally was like 56 hours or so. Well, that's not that long. I had I walked by someone at work, and they're like, yeah, I'm playing Dragon Age. I made it to 55 hours, and I think I'm halfway done. Oh, <laughs> I can't even wow. imagine that. Yeah, you can, know, I'll be honest. I love the game. I really did, but by the end, I was just ready for it to be done. <laughs> Please stop <Kid>. torturing me. <laughs> I mean, I really and, enjoyed a lot of it, but by the end, I'm like, you know what? That's done. I'm putting that into a drawer. I'm not coming back to it for like maybe six months. 
<laughs> I just need a <laughs> Not break. even mods, huh? Nothing. Eventually, I'll come back to it. It's just right now, I feel, I feel that's all I've been playing. Just started trying to work my way through it. Well, they got that expansion coming out. <laughs> oh, I, need, I need a Dragon Age break. I see. I mean, I would love to talk about with you guys when you, when you, when you beat it. I want to compare our endings and our journeys and our adventures. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but... we should do that. We should focus on that, Michael. Focusing <laughs> on Mass Effect this month. <clears throat> oh right, that's right. You guys have 16 days before Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay, so you're saying right. I should stop doing this impulse download of um, Demigod and start doing a Steam download of Mass Effect? Yes. All right. The readers demand it. The readers the demand, readers it. demand yeah. it. Where are we? Where are we chronicling our Mass Effect journey? Maybe we should start a thread on the forum. Yeah. We have a special we'll podcast. Okay. We'll do it in the gaming blogs, things that no one reads. Yeah. Well, people read oh, them. hey, that's a good idea. People like my Clash of Heroes. I don't read them. Right. We can update updates about it. I'll go ahead and put it up right now. Okay, you go ahead and put it up right now. And that means while you're putting it up, why don't you tell us what your pick of the week is? Mass Effect. Um, no, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that. Liar. <laughs> oh, no, that would be lying. <sighs> um, it's just um, actually, I've just been playing. Um, I was really busy this week; didn't get a whole lot of time to play. But with what free time I've had, I've been playing uh, more Brave Story on the PSP and working my way through that. I think I'm on chapter seven now. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of gemstones there yeah. and whatnot. The um, very, still holding my attention. Very cute. It, the, the combat's very basic and, and boring, but the uh, but the cute story, I guess, and the, the the really nice PSP graphics are kind of pulling me through it right now. And uh, I've been putting time into uh, World of Warcraft last night. I got a friend. Well, I said uh, your pick, not your like gaming. Not your litany. life story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is there something awesome that happened in Warcraft? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your time to prove that I'm wrong and that I need to hear your Warcraft story, but uh, couldn't do it, huh? No, no, just, <laughs> just no. Come actually, on. I I can't remember what the name of the dungeon was, but I did a dungeon with my level seventy warlock, which I would have never done in the past because there's not hardly any level seventies running on my server. One's eighty, so it was pretty cool to do one of the higher end dungeons. Even though we kind of wiped after the second boss or something, but it was pretty neat being able to go into those. So for me, it was kind of cool. For everybody else, it's kind of lame because everybody else that I know is already 80 and is already talking about all this high-end content and whatnot. So I I take my little victories when I can. All right. Fair enough. Um, and that leaves um, myself. What's my pick? I don't get to talk. Uh, you go last because you <laughs> no. got the most interesting game. Um, oh, okay. let's see. Uh, except we've already talked about it. It's been picks for two other people. And Mine yeah, or yours? Yours. Oh, well, fine. Okay. Um, I my pick is uh, the World of Warcraft magazine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. Well, I played Aeon. All right, all I played was Aeon yet again. So I'm gonna go with this. Uh, the World of Warcraft. See, magazine. I've actually been trying to find different games to play. Yeah, that's no, all right. I mean, it's RPG related. It's RPG related. I got to tell people who are thinking about it. Um, you know, if you're a WoW fan, I think you'll love this. I haven't read it yet, so it's like most of my picks. I don't know Jack about it. Um, I but it has no ads in it. I've never seen a magazine that has no ads. So this is a subscriber only magazine, and that's probably why. 
Um, but it's like, so here's here's the whole thing. Brian Brolin, head zoologist at WarcraftPets.com, talks about awkward autographs, his unique in-game immortality, and the luckiest day of fishing ever. So you got articles like that. Or um, wow, yeah, I know, it sounds so of interesting. Fishing. But the thing is, they're covering everything. That, that's the that's the point. They are getting into every aspect of World of Warcraft. So for every five articles you don't like, there's going to be one or two that you do like, and there's like eight hundred articles. So <laughs> it's it's a bazillion. Here we here we go here we go. Twelve things you can't live without, but once upon a time didn't have. Um, chat bubbles popping up over characters' heads. Being able to see how many people in your group share your quests. Um, let's see. Uh, having a, talking about before mods. Having a user no, before it was added to the game. Right. This is not so mods. Not using a mod, then that's what they've added. Yeah. Um, normal realm having a PvP flag on a normal realm. Um, apparently. The, okay, that's stupid. Do, 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 do. Disable the scrolling quest text. Oh, that you couldn't do that before? Ew. That's like the first thing you do in Warcraft is turn off the scrolling quest text. It takes it forever oh. to read a quest. Oh, right, because it's like, I am reading you. See your own location on the map. <laughs> you couldn't used to wow. see your location on the map. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to give that one an interesting mark. <laughs> Sign up for multiple battleground queues at the same time. Tip of the day... Um, key rings appear. Finally, all keys. Uh, yeah, keys used to be in your bag. Apparently, Ugh, that's yeah, that's terrible. The key rings new. Um, let's see. Raiders get a ready check and raid info button, and AFK Buster on the battlegrounds where they start getting rid of people who are AFK. So there you go. No, all right. Anyway, that was awesome. They've Thanks. got an epic fails. They got you know. So that's the magazine. It looks great. Lots of good artwork. Um, paper stock's pretty good. It's not the best paper stock I've ever had, but it's a lot better than most newsprint crap that's on the newsstand now. So pretty decent. So if you were thinking about subscribing and you have a deep interest in World of Warcraft, it looks like um, Future Publishing is doing a pretty decent job. So go check that out. Oh, quick question: What's on the cover? Oh, um, it's it's a big artwork piece of the Lich King being attacked by a raid. It looks like. Oh, cool! So here's a here's the Lich King. And if I had to say, it looks like they're being attacked by Sylvanas from the undead side. So, yeah, neat. And he's not happy. He's he's hurting. So, they're really getting into the Ice Crown Citadel stuff. Um, yeah. And now it's Michael's turn. What'd you What's okay. your pick? It's the here uh, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. Because I picked this up for Christmas and I proceeded to let it sit in the box because I was playing Mario Luigi. And I realized I played Mario Luigi before, just as a different game, and started playing this one. And despite all of the reviews and everything, I didn't actually know anything about it, which I thought was kind of funny when I mentioned it. So I was like, well, how did you want to play it? And I'm like, I don't know. Everybody was just praising it so much in Staff Channel, you kind of have to get it. But, um,. So it's a basically a puzzle battle system, and you have to match your units, and they charge up and everything. And at first I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of gimmicky, and I'm not really going to like it, but then I really got into it. So uh, I finished the, the first chapter already in like two days, which I, you know, I thought it would be shorter than that, so it's actually kind of long. But um, so what do you guys want to know? Because you said you've already heard it before. I, want to, I don't want to say it. Well, I believe are... both Philip and Anna have been playing it. Yeah, I think Anna, you're in Chapter 3. Did Anna disappear? She ran away from Shoot, us. Shoot, she fell off the call. 
No, she's she probably didn't. Eating hamburgers. No, no, she didn't. I don't. She just ran away. She wants hamburgers. Yeah, she's going to eat hamburgers. I didn't. I didn't run away. I'm on the phone with my mother. Oh, see those darn mom darn aggro. Things. Mom <laughs> aggro. So she couldn't talk to us about how the days when she didn't have a key ring. <laughs> That's right. I was wondering why she wasn't chipping in. Yeah, of course we didn't. That was a big innovation in MMO history when you got a key ring. You know, I was expecting that, but we didn't get anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? Key items are staples of RPGs. That's why I thought it was funny that your key ring wasn't, but that's okay. Well, don't th- um, again, stop doing your key ring. Like I represent World of Warcraft. Your right? key ring. You're the one who keeps Seriously, talking about it. Seriously, it's a fun it. game. I just want you to play. It's not my game that I own. Jeez, man. It, no. Play it. Want to play Ion? It's more fun. Okay, play some Ion. I am sorry. When my mother calls me, and that was actually the second time she called me today, I have to answer. My dad called, and I didn't answer. Oh, you're mean. I know. <laughs> Should be shunned. All, All right. About so, the bigger pictures. Um, so, Last of Heroes. What chapter are you in, Anna? She's not actually here. <laughs> Class <laughs> of Heroes or Clash of Heroes? Clash. Clash? I'm done. The Might and Magic one? Yeah. yeah. I She's finished reviewing it, like, it, I think. Two weeks ago. Oh, I thought you put in the blog you were in Chapter 3. Maybe that was uh, Matt. Nobody reads the blogs. No one Mac. updates the blogs. No one cares about the blogs. In fact, in your, the blogs. In your I'm blog, to be my Michael, blog. in your blog, I said I'm going to be reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> going to. Done. Like, I might not be done yet. No, no, no. This is the, I'm glad somebody's doing the blog, because I'm writing the review myself. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <sighs> what says I read? I'm anyway. leaving this call. You're leaving this call anyway. So, I don't know. I, if you haven't picked it up, and you like puzzle things, like puzzle quests and stuff, you should definitely look into this. I'm on the end of the fourth fourth story. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, definitely, people who liked uh, you know puzzle RPGs like uh, Puzzle Quest and whatnot, I think we'll get a real kick out of this. Okay, so that that was my pick. You're back to you, Chris. Oh, I just I just learned that um, apparently, even though all the raids killed Anixia over and over and over again, and wow, the official lore is that King Varian Rin killed her. Is really we did it after the raid. They were, you I know, were all it's like, the apparently loot. we weren't very good. Even though yeah, we... the level the level eighty raid is like no lore, just fun. Well, the, even the original lore raid raid apparently didn't matter. As soon as Rin came back, he killed her. It's like, oh, it took that long for her to die. That's stupid. Yeah, I you actually just her I actually get into the her. WoW lore. It's really dumb. But you could get into the WoW lore too if you pick my pick. All right, so <laughs> of the magazine. Yeah, so that pick isn't even a game. It's a book about a game. What do you want from me, dude? <laughs> Jeez, you're so it's, mean. I am mean. <laughs> All right. Um, if you'd like to leave us feedback about this podcast and tell every, tell Michael how mean he is, you can email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. You can leave a message on our forum thread. Um, go to board.rpgamer.com and delve into it. Go to the latest updates and pinned at the top will be the podcast thread for the last week. You can also leave us a voicemail at 608-729-4098 and we will play it on the air like we did with uh, with Jesus's call earlier. And yep, we the love more awkward, to hear the better. From, yeah, the more awkward, the better. But try to keep them under you know, a minute and a half if possible. And no calls from the bathroom, don't please. Don't calls from the bathroom, please. Yeah. 
That's kind of weird. But if you have the it burger is. pick or something, the phone is definitely a good way to put it in. Um, because you know, preferably weird, not you know, while you're eating the burger. Not while you're eating the burger, no, and not while you're excreting the burger. So, See, what I want to know is, was he the one flushing in the bathroom, or was that somebody I, else? I, I don't know, because don't after, know. Why after the first flush, I heard, like, a, doll, a door stall. So that does okay, scare good. me. Yeah. So he decided, like it oh, you know him. Goodwill's doing this? Call an RP gamer. Yeah, yes. that's, 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 that's how much he respects us. <laughs> Thinks of us while he's on the pot. That's awesome. Uh. <laughs> um, that's, that's how to get in touch with us. You can also watch us live every week at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at rpgamer.com slash live. And uh, that's about it. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you, panel. Bye-bye, everyone. Enjoy your 2000 and, uh, excuse me, your 2010. 2019. <laughs> see, that sounds awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. The RPG cast version of the best week ever. I mean, the best year ever. Whatever that was. This year wasn't the best year ever. was the best year for me. It's freaking awesome. Because you got a cool new job, right? Like an awesome job, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to point out to the audience that Michael did not mention his child. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I had a baby. He mentioned his job. All right, so I've. Much more important part by three days. What? Job came first by three days.